Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Marine on a tangent. I was waiting on it. <laughs> it's episode 547 for February 19th, 2019. And happy President's Day to President's Day. Sure. That was today. Did you know that? I, 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 you know, I didn't know that until you guys, I thought the rapture had happened, apparently. <laughs> Nobody was at work today except for you. Except for me, and I was there at 3 a.m., so oh. it's, you know, my life. Anthony doesn't have a president. He has the Princess of Canada. Anthony still got the day off. <laughs> you know, Jason knows her. Yeah. Yeah. Extensively. Yeah, they're cl- they're tight, y'all. I watched all the Rocky movies this weekend, so I, was, I wanted to say they were the home team. And then I was like, Nah, nobody's gonna get that. I forgot how old that fifth movie was. How old the fifth movie was? Yeah, it's twenty eight years old. And his son is dead. I forgot about that too. In real life, yes. The, the his I... son from his first wife played his son in Rocky Five, the little kid. Okay. And he died in like 2012 from a, what happened? A, a, an artery thing, like he had a disease in his heart or something that he died from. Ooh. And I was like, Jesus, like, fuck. Like, it got morbid, because I was watching that movie, and I was like, there's... Like, the dude that played Tommy Gunn, you remember him? The guy that he trains... I, I know I know the face. Yeah, the guy that he trains in the fifth movie. Yeah. He died, too. A lot of people did. Oh, my God. I was reminded whenever I was showing off the, um, the Resident Evil 2 uh, Japanese trailer with Brad Renfro. Whoa. Yeah. What happened? You you got like drunk there for a second. <laughs> did you well, hear, I... did you hear that, Anthony? Yeah, he went robot. You were like, no, I, was trying, I was just I was just trying to go to my nice place because what a depressing way to start a podcast. I was yeah, like, shit, you think, shit, you think I'm running it? Drew's like, when I saw the nineteen ninety eight trailer for <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to go back and listen. To that. Oh, I'm keeping it. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. So, what were you saying about the Resident Evil Japanese trailer? Yeah, with Brad Renfro, who's also deceased. My God, man, it's a morbid thing as you get older. Mm-hmm. Remember River Phoenix? Oh yeah, when you get older, not 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 morbid thing in general. No, no. Well, I mean, the older you get, the more people pass on. That's what I mean by that. Mm. It's just fair. It, it's what was it? I saw this morning that Ice T is sixty-one. I'm sitting there going, ain't he like 
30 or 40? No, he's like 61. No, he's 61. He's still doing SVU. Oh, my God. Anyway, Drew and Anthony are on the show this week. Mm-hmm. And, boy, is it second Christmas because we all played some big videos. Well, like third Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. yeah, that's true, yeah. Because second Christmas was Resident Evil 2. You know what, yeah. what kills me is, like, well, I was sitting here playing these big games this weekend, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, God, this is a great year. And I go, fuck, Kingdom Hearts and Resident Evil 5 just came out less than a month ago. Uh, two. Two. Five. What? Where did you get five? I don't know. Is everybody drunk about. tonight except for me? I would have... <laughs> if I'd know. I mean, I, I do a lot of day drinking well, in I my mean, off time. You know. <laughs> But just to think that those two, like, I'd already forgot about, like, I never finished Kingdom Hearts. I got to Monsters, Inc. and just never went back to Technically, it. they did not. And I'm just sitting there like, my God, that Burn. game came out this It's only February, dude. And there's six AAA releases, at least, already. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of Game of the Year competition right oh there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, but let's talk about the current agenda. Drew, I know you've played a couple of these Big, big titles. I have. Uh, let's start with Jump Force. <laughs> that game creeps me out. Moving dude. on from Jump Force. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about it, is that it's not a bad fighting game. Um, it's it's in the same vein as the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games, which I never thought were bad. I thought they were a little convoluted. Um, this one is not as complex as that is, so you don't have, like all these extra things that you can do during combat, it's mainly just, you know, heavy attack, light attack, use your specials, and you can pretty much get away with that. Um, it's a tag team game, so you you can switch in and out characters. But don't you only have one life bar? You only have one life bar, so I like uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken in that sense, where but, you share a life bar. But three characters, though. That seems weird for three characters to only have one life bar. Yeah, um... It, it it makes it like so. I did not know that this was a story driven game, and now in the sense of, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like Mortal Kombat or Injustice, where they're telling a story of how all these worlds came together. No, you create your own character um, and go through the story that way, and I didn't so, realize that. So, is your made character a character in this world as well? Uh, no, you are a standard human. So basically what the story is, is that you start off, I think, in New York City, and Frieza has showed up. Uh, the, 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 the worlds have opened up, and comic book superheroes and villains are pouring out of this world. Frieza's like, well, I'm going to take over this world, whatever it is. And you get shot by Frieza. And you're laying there dying, and Trunks saves your life. And Stop gives for a you... second. This sounds like terrible fan fiction. You know what it kind of is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so is Injustice at that point. Oh, absolutely. No, Injustice, it, well, sure, Injustice sounds like terrible fan fiction, but there's no self-insertion. That's true. true. Yeah, there's no... And that sets it apart. That, what? And that, that's, that's what where... I was thinking this was going to be. I thought this was just going to be like, you know... This you know this chapter I'm playing is Goku. This chapter I'm playing is you know uh, uh, Luffy or Luffy or however you pronounce his name. Like but, Soul Calibur's guest characters, like how they explain they came through portals or whatever. Yeah, but no, they I mean they all come through portals. But Trunks saves your life by giving you a special hero power, 
and now you're as powerful as Goku or Naruto. <laughs> the only thing that bothers me is like I was watching some cutscenes, people playing the game. When your character is standing next to all these people from, you know, I guess the Jump universe, I guess is what you call it. Shonen Jump. They yes. look like they are at like a Chuck E. Cheese or a theme park based on this, and all of the 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 the, the Goku people are like in big suits, you know, like like the characters wear at uh, <laughs> Disneyland. That's what it looks like when you're because yeah, you don't oh look God. you don't look anything like them. No, you look like a real person. Oh no, really? Well, you've got oh. characters who look like cartoon characters. <laughs> they don't blink hardly ever either. So, um, I don't know. I mean, the gameplay itself is fine. It's it's a it's a fun, very fast paced action fighting game. Um, I could honestly, I could have went without the whole. You got to run around a hub world. You take on missions. You choose which team you want to join, and you know all this other stuff. Here's the thing: this hub world is big, and it's a lot like the hub world in that last Naruto game that I reviewed, where there's a bunch of other players running around with their little kooky-looking characters, <laughs> and uh, they're just going and doing missions and stuff like that. Uh, you can ride. And you can ride a frog. The issue is. As like this hub world is huge, so it takes you a long time to go from point A to point B, and each store. So each so you choose a team at the beginning of the game. Do you want to be with the Alpha team, which is ran by Goku? You want to be with the the Bravo team, which is uh, I think Luffy. Is it Luffy or Luffy? I haven't, dude. You're asking the wrong crowd. Luffy the monkey. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Luffy. Luffy the monkey. That doesn't sound yeah. as catchy as Luffy the monkey. Uh, so are they all brand specific or? Uh, so not particularly. Or no, because like like say Goku has like, um, oh uh, Yu Yu Hakusho characters or whatever. Yeah. So they, okay. they they combine the universes together. So you got Goku running Alpha Team, which is what I joined. Uh, it's Goku and Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that There's... name always makes me chuckle. What's that? That name always makes me chuckle. What, Piccolo? Pic- <laughs> that's what his name is. I'm going to kick your ass. What's your name? Well, Piccolo. That's, that's because all of them are based off of like food. I know, but yeah. it's still it's funny. Just, um, I'm surprised they didn't sort... Yeah, weird, they didn't sort... Um, on, I'm looking at the character list on Wikipedia, and they don't sort them into the groups. They just sort them underneath the different... Um, franchises. Yeah. And then there's like Zoro, who is on Goku's team, and some guy from Naruto. Some dude that does like sand attacks and stuff like that. I don't even know. Kakashi, Gara, Gara, I think. Gara. It's like a weird AAE. Yeah. Uh, redheaded guy. Yeah, okay. I, so they're, they're all on your team, and so you can kind of pick and choose who you want to bring with you into battle. Um, and they have story cut scenes and stuff like that. Like at the very beginning of the game, Vegeta, who is usually a good guy at the end of Dragon Ball Z, uh, is now he got turned evil because well the the evilness that came through the world corrupted him. So they're they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink in this. I mean they've got characters from Dragon Ball, uh, I have a list. big ones, Black Clover, Bleach. 
Boruto, which not surprised. City Hunter, <laughs> just kind of surprising. Dragon Ball. Uh, there's a Dragon Quest character from the manga. Fist of the North Stars, Kenshiro, Hunter x Hunter, Jojo Bazaar's Adventure, My Hero Academia, Naruto, One Piece, uh, Rurion Kenshin. I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing that wrong. Kenshin? They're like samurais or something. Yeah, Saint Saya. You know, and Yu Yu Hakusho. Which, by the way, I know a lot of people, when the trailer got pushed out, that were surprised with Yu Gi Oh! And unfortunately, it'll be the one that's based off of the animation series. But the original comics were extremely dark, and I suggest people read them. Where, like, they'd play, like, these games, and then inevitably someone would be punished with, like, a curse for life. Or, or you death. In the Shadow Realm or something no, like that? No, no. Like, um, one of them is, uh, he, uh, the kid Yugi gets beaten up for, like, this news piece on bullying. And then he goes as Yami to confront the director of the piece. And they play a game of dice. And um, it's whoever rolls the lowest number wins. And Yugi rolls and he gets a six. So the director's like, ha, huh, whatever I w- roll, I win. Because like, they agree that if a tie, he'll win. So he throws the dice at Yugi's head. And Yugi splits the dice <laughs> into a seven, the six and the one, and then curses him with, like, pixelated vision for the rest of his life. It was extremely dark. Again, one guy just dies in a fiery ball. I feel like, like I just like, dropped acid. Well, it's kind of what the comic was, too. And then they he, got into playing card games, and it was really boring. And you want to talk about really weird? He looks the weirdest in this, because he looks like... He doesn't look like a standard anime character. So oh, really? The, yeah, like the 3D model of him looks strange. I thought a lot about up. this game looks strange. Oh, um, yeah, he's got some weird shading effects on him. Yeah. What like the, the... I mean, they've, the thing is, is they only got, like, you know, Kinshiro. I mean, you couldn't get a couple other characters from Fist of the North Well, Star. there's, what, nine DLC characters coming? Really? Yeah, they're adding about... There's 40 in the game, and I think they're adding nine more. Yeah. Good and God. Shiro being my favorite out of all of them, just I guess, because he can make head, people's heads explode. They add all these characters in the game, but like, there's not like a menu, is there? Like where you can just go play like versus. You have to do that in the hub, like every one of those other games, right? Mm, there is a it's kind of like a free play mode, but, but you it, have to you, you access it through the hub. That's yes. what I'm saying. It's like everything you do in that game, you have to walk around the hub to do it. Correct. That's stupid. I mean, I yeah. Dragon Ball I Fighters don't. does that shit, but at least you can press like the back button or something and just bring up a menu that says arcade I, versus whatever. So, so I I looked up. This is so. Can I just say something about the Yugi model? It looks like they took an anime face and posted put it on a realistic body, and it's highly uncomfortable. Well, I mean, the hair looks like it's just a foam helmet stuck on somebody's head. You truthfully, <laughs> you just need to go watch a cutscene from this game and watch the creepiness of these anime characters standing around with your human dude. Yeah, it's some creepy shit. There, there is also no English voice acting. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's all it's all Japanese. Oh. They're using the 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 little kid Goku voice, the, the female voice. No, no, the screechy one. Yeah. Oh, god damn! That so, I can't so, so, so those of you who that. don't know, Goku in Japan is played by a woman because she did the kid Goku, Goku. and, and they decided. Yeah. 
So he's always got this like weird little kid woman voice. Just like Bart Simpson, he's voiced by a lady. Very true. Bart Simpson's also like Bart Simpson has always has always remained a kid. That's true. That's true. But like, I don't know. I think she did his like voices when they would do like showing him older too, right? Yeah, but she she does gruff up. They, I think they do something to gruff up the voice. They don't do anything for Goku, other no. than the fact the woman has aged. Goku Naturally. is like toward the end of Dragon Ball Z. Goku's like in his forties, and he still sounds like that. Yeah, you know, you got the youth. Go with it, man. Maybe maybe Saiyans just sound like that. It's possible. I, I don't know anything about Dragon Ball like at all. That's the reason why I went with Goku because I know that's the one thing I know is Dragon Ball. So, and there's a good amount of DBZ characters in this. Yeah, you know, got Goku. There has to be. Yeah, you got Goku, Piccolo, Vegeta, Trunks, uh, Frieza, Captain Ginyu. I can't. I can't remember if no. Uh, um, it's not Boo. Oh wow! Cell, Cell is in it. This is. Um... I don't think the androids are in it. I, I don't know. God bless but, America. Um, yeah, it, it's I don't know. I I, I honestly I, I didn't play as enough as, as much. I, I'm not ready for that review yet. Um, yeah, the game looks weird. But um, I played you know just a taste of it just to get a feel for it, and the fighting is fine. It plays a, like I said, it plays a lot like the Naruto games. So if you like those games, then you're probably gonna like I, this. I, I, the the. Fighting animation looks fantastic. Yeah, the characters I mean, are jarring as hell, but like watching the character move and like the way their clothing moves and stuff in the battle looks awesome. Yeah, I mean this uh, looks this looks really good. I mean, you know, when you look at the Naruto games, it looks like it's all hand drawn animations. Yeah, while this is like three D models, like they try to go more realistic uh, with it, and this it is, looks great. This looks like what I wish Dissidia was. Yeah. That's it's instead of whatever Dissidia is. Yeah, it's a bad it's, video game. Jump, Jump Force is a decent fighting game. Let's just go ahead and say that. I think it's a, it's a pretty good fighting game. Hmm. Uh, I don't even yeah. know if they make Shonen Jump anymore, like in in English. I don't, I don't know if you so. can buy that. I think you have to buy them buy the different pieces separately. Probably. Okay. Well, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know anything about this stuff. I mean, this is essentially like, you know, the the anime version of Injustice. I mean, you got all these characters that are really well known to anime fans, you know, thrown into the exact same game. Um, now, granted, they have done this before on certain other games, but we haven't really got them over here, except for like J-Stars. Oh, God. That... Mm. So, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, played that. Um, the other game I played for review and I wrote my review today, uh, Ken, I think you can talk about it is uh far cry new dawn. I played up to basically where you go on the first mission with the, the pilot's daughter. Okay. I so haven't, you, I, you, you I made it, you made it to prosperity at least. Yes, I did make it to prosperity because I was, I played so much the other two games this weekend. So I haven't really dug deep into far cry, but. Right. That, that's a Far Cry ass Far Cry game. That is Far Cry. <laughs> uh, that's that's all you can really say. Um, there's there's some slight changes to it. So they added RPG elements to it. So much like Borderlands, when you shoot a guy, you got numbers going off of him. 
Uh, and the reason why is because everything kind of has a rank now. You have enemies who are rank one, two, three kind of thing. You've got weapons that are rank one, two, three. And obviously, the better the rank, the more damage you do kind of thing. Um, they've, they've, um, got everything from Far Cry 5. So you got the treasure hunts. They're all there. Uh, you got the outposts. One cool thing about the outpost now is that you can scavenge the outpost, let enemies take it back over. It levels up to a harder outpost and you can do it again and get more materials to build your base. So this game revolves around building your base. So it's set 17 years after the ending of Far Cry 5. All right, guys, I hate to do this, but we're going to have to spoil the ending to Far Cry 5 if I'm actually going to talk about this game. Well, they spoiled it in the trailer. This is true. They spoiled it in the trailer. So in the end of Far Cry 5, um, you find out that the Joseph Seed, the leader of the... the was it, it's not Heaven's Gate. That was actually a real cult. Yeah, um, just, I can't think of the name of it, but it is a cult similar Eden's to that. Eden's Gate. Eden's Gate, yeah. Eden's Gate uh, has somehow either got a hold of some nuclear weapons or uh, had brainwashed people in the United States to launch nuclear weapons. Um, but anyway, bombs drop, and pretty much all of the United States has been affected by this. Uh, so 17 years later, people are trying to rebuild. Things have uh, regrown. And everything's a nice pink hue because of the radiation. Um, and so you're trying to, you, you, you don't actually play as some people from Hope County, Montana. You actually coming into Hope County, Montana to help rebuild, uh, with this guy, uh, last name Rush. I can't remember what his first name is. Uh, but he's like a guy who can, he's been rebuilding cities all around the, the country trying to, get civilization back to going. Well, unfortunately, uh, a group of marauders known as the Highwaymen are led by these two twins uh, who are kind of crazy. They're, they're a lot like Negan from The Walking Dead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal all your shit, and I'm going to kill you. So uh, bad things happen at the beginning of this game, and, well... You have to make it to Prosperity, which is the last bastion for Hope County, and uh, try to rebuild while holding off the Highwaymen. So this game revolves around building your base back up. Uh, you gain materials that you can then put into making better workbenches, workstations, uh, healing stations. You have to gather... Um, basically allies that will then come to your home base and, and build it up. So you have to rescue them or do, do missions for them. Uh, and I, the rest of it's Far Cry. Um, I think everybody has experienced Far Cry, at least somehow. Yeah, it's... Far Cry is a very... It's like Assassin's Creed. It's a very tried-and-true yeah. formula of a game. Since Far Cry 3... They haven't changed that formula too much. Nope, they just kind of tweak it and make adjustments. This one seems like it's more streamlined. I hear it's a little shorter, like maybe 12, 15 hours. Yeah, it's definitely shorter. Um, it's, uh, 
it hits all those high points that I like about Far Cry. I absolutely love doing the treasure hunts, like figuring out a puzzle of how to get to the stash and stuff like that. That's fun. They do some great ones in this game. Um, they have the outposts, which, you know, try to do them as silently as possible or just go in, wreck everybody if you want to. Um, the, the options available to players in Far Cry has always been vast. And I've always loved that about it. Um, there are a few issues here and there. So I didn't play any of the co-op, but I did read up on the co-op. In fact, the achievements even say it. The host gets everything. So if I'm playing and invite Ken to my game, Ken can have a blast. But when he goes back to his game, everything that we did is not going to be in his game. I think that was the way Far Cry 5 was as well. It was. It was like that's how Far Cry 4 was as well. They really need to do something about that because that's why would you play co-op with somebody? Yeah, there's no incentive for you to play. Exactly. You're basically just joining as a guest. Um and there's still some of that open world messiness to it. I mean, it, I've I had enemies pop right in front of me, like just just spawn right in front of me. <laughs> materialize. And uh, the AI is dumb. The AI is really dumb in some sense. Like that first, the first uh, um, gun for hire that you get, the the woman. I watched her just stand there and just not shoot, just stand there and get shot like five times, and then she was out. And I was like, okay, well, now I got to revive her and try it again. To which I then went and got the dog and said, okay, well, I'm never going to use a human again because they're stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, they, there's two. So far, I've gotten two animals. That's all um, I used in Far Cry 5. Once I got the dog, I used him until I got Cheeseburger. Yeah. And then I used Cheeseburger almost exclusively until I got the, what was it, the Mountain Lion? Uh, Rosie, Daisy. I can't remember her name, but yeah. The, I can't remember. Peaches. Peaches, yeah. As soon peaches, as I got Peaches, peaches. I would switch to her. She was faster than the bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so, get a boar in this one. Oh, Okay. It's just Rams, guys. <laughs> so it's uh, it's great. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn has that coat of paint of, hey, it's, it's you know, it's Far kind Cry. of a wrecked world. I was hoping to, I don't know. I'd I was be hoping very... to see a little bit more destruction. Yeah, I will be very interested to see what the next Far Cry is, because I'm assuming the next Far Cry is going to be new machines so it feels like a good time for a I don't know kind of an overhaul of that game my thing is is that is this a standalone thing yes you can play it without having five Uh, what I'm saying is 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 new dawn canon now is it going to be post apocalyptic from now on oh I have no idea I didn't even know or they're just going to be like ah that was a separate story we're going to I don't. Do I don't even know. Like three, four, and five are they the same universe? Yes. Yeah, because there's there's characters that that show up in all of them. Well, uh, what is it? What, the guy that flies the helicopter shows up in all of them. Hunk. Hunk. He's no. in this one. Herc. Herc. Yeah, he's in this one, right? He's in yeah. The he's fucking, in three. He's in four. He's in the fucking space missions. He's the... also he also <laughs> he also has uh, an ancient relative in uh, Primal. Jesus Christ. Okay, whatever. So, I mean, it don't the, matter. It's all stupid. The, also, the FBI agent. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 
The FBI agent was a four. predominant character in four, and then he had a couple of missions in five, and then left. I mean, come on. Oh, you, I are... thought you were talking about the guy in four. You're talking the guy in four that betrays you. No, the FBI agent. Okay, well, the guy in four that betrays you is also in three. I feel like I. I... You remember that the guy that wears the sunglasses, Drew? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I. I don't kill know anybody four. that comes to Far Cry for the dynamic yeah, narrative. Well... I'm going to be honest, all of them seem like a... As soon as they did Blood Dragon, all of the stupid, silly stuff just didn't seem to work as well. Because I'm like, well, then you should just take it to it. Like, just start doing crazier shit. That's kind of what what they did with New Dawn. Okay, well, they don't have laser dragons, so... No. They got saw blade guns, though. Yeah, you got that saw blade gun. Well, I'm hoping that with New Dawn, that that means that they're moving towards a Blood Dragon 2. Mm. I don't think we need a Blood Dragon 2. I think New Dawn is Blood Dragon 2. Yeah, I don't don't know that I would. They they took a standard Far Cry game and then updated it and did some things that made it kind of weird. I don't even know that I want a Blood Dragon 2 because I played that and like for the first hour, it's great. For the rest of I, it, it's kind of boring. I got all the trophies in that. Yeah, but I'm going to be honest with you, that's kind of Far Cry in general. No, no, absolutely, but... like You, you haven't no. ran into some of the characters in New Dawn. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter about... The, that's the thing. Like, It doesn't matter about the characters when all I'm doing is going to a place and shooting a thing, you know? Like, I get it. That's kind of the reality of Far Cry. And, like, I like 2, and that's the legitimately all you do in 2. And, in fact, 2 makes you walk across the map to do so. It's just, at some point, that's not enough for me. And, like, I found the exploration after 3 to be boring. And Blood Dragon did a little bit of it, but not even a lot. Um, and But the battles in Blood Dragon were more interesting because if you had the hearts, you could summon the Blood Dragon to come and fight for you. Um, I don't know. It just the it's kind of like all the Ubisoft stuff. If you stop being interested in it, like the next one's not for you. You know. I think yeah, that's kind of where I'm at I, with I Far think, Cry. Yeah, that's what's going to happen with New Dawn. I mean, if you enjoyed Far Cry Five and you want to get more of that, then you're going to like New Dawn. For me, Far Cry lives and dies by the environment that you play in. Like I enjoyed three a whole lot. I did not like four. And it's no, not that it was the same... It's essentially the same game as 3. It's pretty much the same game. I just thought the environment was kind of lame. Now, Far Cry 5 loved Montana. Like, that world was interesting and fun to explore. I haven't played enough of New Dawn to say if that's the same or not, but... It's Montana, but pink. I mean, I might be down with that, but I played a lot of Far Cry 5, dude. I beat that game. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. That's that's probably another reason why I haven't dove too deep into it because I just finished Far Cry Five less than a year ago. So yeah, that's the crazy thing is that they released this that fast. Yeah, well, Ubisoft's got like a template, man, and they pump out some quality games. I'll give them that. And they, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's a cheaper price. You know, it's not. It's thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and it's a, and it's more of a, a um I wouldn't say bite size, but it's a smaller packaged Far Cry Five. So there's still a lot to do in that game if you're willing to go out and find it. And if they're gonna reuse, well, I'm not saying that they'll reuse assets like one to one, but if they're gonna reuse bits and pieces, right? It's better off that they do 
like that at like forty than what they did with Primal, which was full price. I'm very interested in the expeditions in New Dawn. Those are cool. Yeah, where you can go to like different states. Yeah, you go to different places. There's like a carnival one. There's Alcatraz. That stuff sounds cool. That is really cool. I forgot to mention that. All right. Anything else? Mm. No. I mean, I'll, I'll save the Phoenix Down thought for Phoenix Down. <laughs> We're playing Damnation. I was going to say, you guys are moving through games on that so fast, I can't even keep up with what you're playing now. I don't know what Matt's talking about when he sent that text. Yeah. He said I haven't started enjoy- it yet, but I had a exactly. feeling he's out of his mind. But he's also the one that was like, I don't want to hate Sonic 06. Dude, Damnation well, is a fucking terrible game. So was, so was, so was Secret Service. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, but you knew what Secret Service was. It was like the equivalent of like a budget game when it came out. Like Damnation was it trying to be was... a AAA big budget game and it was yeah. bad. It's a really wannabe Gears of War. The but issue it plays is that like shit. Yeah, you can't even get behind cover. It's not well, like a cover-based shooter. It's just you kind of just position yourself behind something and hope you don't get shot. Oh, my God. That game was so bad. It's such a I, cool premise, but, man, it's a bad game. Yeah, I, I am I'm not enjoying my time with that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Anthony, we'll move on to you. Okay, I don't have much to talk about. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm in the progress of, like, Writing my Mario and Luigi review. The the horrible part about that is because it's so much like everything else in the series, but then it does certain things and it's not identical. Then I'm just like, how do I start off talking about this freaking thing? Like, hey, it's the, me, a Mario. I'm a, I'm a taking a turn, a bumping on yeah. your head. Yeah. Um. I will say that. Uh, so I talked to my friend who has um, Superstar Saga, the remake, and so these new. Air, new things that they add. So the first one was uh, Captain Goomba or whatever, and this one's uh, Bowser Jr. Um, you just kind of set up a party, and then they just run into each other. But you can't even just step away from it because there's still timed attacks. And that's all you do is just battle after battle after battle. But it's nowhere near as engaging as the battles in the main game. There's its own story to it. I- I'm. It's kind of weird that that's the add-on because like you can still buy the DS game, and I looked it up. Uh, US, it's under $20 for a complete used copy of Bowser's Inside Story um, for DS, and it's $40 for this remake, which doesn't add a lot. I mean, they did a lot of work, That's not, but it's a lot of graphical and a few, like, smaller changes. Um, it made sense with um, Superstar Saga, because, like, that was a Game Boy Advance game. You can't play it on your DS. But to not understand that that's the reason why that game should have been reissued at all, and then to do skip the second one, which is the hardest one to find, to do Bowser's Inside Story, I just don't understand that logic. Um, I started up, because I'm reviewing it, um, uh, Yokai Watch 3. Um, I haven't played it yet, because there's a big... Like, there's an intro animation, but it parodies the X-Files, so uh, the writing was pretty good, the voice acting's pretty good, um, and the way, it's made by Level 5, who I love. I didn't realize it was a Level 5 game. Um, they're the ones that made Dragon Quest VIII, um, Dark Cloud 1 and 2, they have their name on a bunch of stuff. They did the first, and I think, did they do the second, um, 
you know Cooney? Level five, yeah. Okay, yeah. So like they, I didn't realize that they were the ones that did Yokai Watch. I would have been actually interested if I had known that. Um, they also do the Professor Layton games, um, which this <laughs> honestly, all the characters look like they're out of Professor Layton to some extent. Um, but the way they introduced their level five, the X Files like characters are driving in the car, and they're like, "This might be a level three scenario, or le- or level four, or even a level five. And then the stupid, their stupid logo shows up on the screen. I was like, "Wow, the writing in this is pretty good." So uh, I'm kind of actually looking forward to it now, instead of feeling like, "Oh no, I don't know what I got myself into." And then the third game, I know you played Ken, so I'll just wait to talk about that. Okay. Uh, well, if that's it. I'll go ahead and run through these things. I did a couple quick. I played a lot this week. But... Oh, did did we talk? Sorry, I forgot. Did we talk about it last week? The Glass Masquerade. Yeah, we talked about it. Okay, because you guys right, ended up cause... buying it because I talked. Yeah, about it. we. I yeah. ended up finishing that game. <laughs> I haven't finished it, but I played probably. Yeah, everybody. Hours if you, if anybody likes puzzle games, that's a must. That's a must buy. I fucking told you. <laughs> it was so good. It was so addictive. I I hated the fact that all I wanted to do was play it. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a real good game. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Really is. That's <laughs> yeah. Whew. Yeah, I think I'm. I haven't beat it yet either. I think I'm 15 out of 25 puzzles done. So I'm gonna get back on that. That's some. Good that's shit. a great chill out game. Yeah, that's what I want to play when I don't want to like do anything but move and press A. It's perfect. Um, I checked out the, so we'll talk about the Nintendo Direct here in a little bit in news, but I checked out the two demos that they dropped, um, Damon X Machina and Yoshi's, whatever they're calling the Wooly Switch game. I can't think of the name of it. Yoshi's Crafted World. Yoshi's Crafted World. Yoshi's Crafted World is fantastic. Took me 15 minutes to be like, yeah, I want to play this. Um, but it's just, it's so, like, I love the visual style. I love how tight it feels. Um, like any Yoshi game, there's like 6,000 things that pop up that you need to collect in every level when you start a level. Um, the little in and out, like force two, two and a half D or whatever you want to call it, 3D, so you can walk in and out of the levels. That stuff's really well done and cool. Um, so I'm definitely down for that. Damon X Machina feels like... Um, it's one of them anime games where where your dude jump in robot and shoot other robot. That's what that game is. It felt very slow to me. It felt more along the lines of a armored core as opposed to a virtual on. So like your your big giant mech suit just kind of hovers in the air and there's like a dash move, but it's very limited like it was in armored core. So it's not like a super fast paced mech shooter um visually it looks like a switch game that was built for the switch you know it's not gonna knock your socks off or have any it's more stylized than it is graphically impressive i guess would be the best way to put it um the character designs remind me a lot of like um what is it called xenoblade chronicles i can never remember if it's xenoblade xenosaga xeno whatever but characters remind me a lot of that. But it it seems fine. I don't know if it's something I rush out and buy. But but now to talk about the big games. Um, well, I guess actually I did play a couple indies this week that I found enjoyable. I played um, 
I finally, I had never played it. I know you reviewed it, Drew, but Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles? Yeah. I like it, but I can totally see where it's just kind of mindless. Yeah, like, what do you, what am I supposed to do? Am, just... I, am I supposed to build my base? <laughs> you, you, I build guess my farm? Yeah, you build a farm and like, you just kind of do what you do, you know, it's just. But it's, it also wants you to explore and say, here, go here. And I'm like, yeah, but what about my farm? Yeah, I don't want to leave my farm. You know? Yeah. I was like, what is this? What am I doing in this game? I never had any kind of direction of like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. I mean, it's neat. It, it occupied me for like an hour, and then I was kind of like, I really don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, so I'm going to turn it off. It's a very pretty game. Yeah. Yeah. I like the art style. Yeah. Uh, I also checked out Unruly Heroes, which was a four player, like, side scrolling beat em up game. You can play solo. Um, I liked everything about that game. Until it started doing the really challenging jump puzzles, and the jumping in that game is just not great. Mm. Um, two of the characters can float, two of them can double jump, so you kind of got to switch back and forth to figure out who can do what. I don't know, there seemed to be a place where I got in that game where I landed on a platform, and it was one of those platforms that just disappears after a couple seconds, and it never came back, and I could never figure out how to get across the chasm. And at that point, I restarted like five times and did the same thing over and over again, and just couldn't get past it. I'm like, you know what? I ain't got no time for this shit. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got no time for this. Like, I've got like four AAA games sitting over here that I want to play. I ain't got no time for this. So, that game, I, I might go back and look at it at some point. Because I really like the way it looks and the fighting was fun. But man, the platforming just did not feel good. I picked up a game. Drew's going to be mad, but... um we all kind of stopped playing Overwatch because everybody's kind of frustrated at Overwatch right now. Really? So we were looking at another game to kind of play together because me and my wife and K-Dub play games together a lot. And we were trying to find something. We decided, we'll, and I'll talk about it in a minute, we're all going to play Anthem when it comes out. But since we can't play it yet because it's not out, we decided to go dig through Strange Brigade. Hmm. And, man, that game is still good. <laughs> That game's fun. Yeah. Like, we're we're tearing through that game. There's three new levels with DLC. Free? No. <laughs> okay. No. So, I think we're through seven of the main nine. So, we still got two more. And there's still stuff we missed, like the cats and the relics and stuff. So, But no, that game... Man, if you got Game Pass, download and play that game. Because it's on there. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, and it's it's great. It's, it's, that, that announcer alone really makes it. Oh, man. We were having fun in co-op. Like, um, one of us left the game, and the announcer's like, I wasn't too sure about that person anyway. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Okay, that's funny. You shoot like, he hates cats for some uh, reason? Yeah, like, he did a good one today that I hadn't heard yet. Like, you shot a cat, and, he, like, as soon as I shot it, he was like, now a dog would have moved out of the way of that. <laughs> Exactly. He's like, see, if that was a dog, it would have dodged it. <laughs> oh, man, that game. That game is just the, fun. The game is goofy, but it's it's fun. Yeah, I, I've been experimenting with other characters, so like, I finally figured out how to get some skill points to unlock new medallions. Um, but also every character has different medallions. Yes. So they added five DLC characters. <laughs> one of them was free. Yeah, one of them is free. But the other four were not. Um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of cool stuff in that game. There really is. 
So what, what you guys got mad at Overwatch? Everybody just was getting frustrated with competitive and how then don't play competitive. But that's the thing is we switched to other things and it's still like yeah, I can play Mystery Heroes for a little while. Quick play is kind of a joke right now. Because everybody just wants to play DPS. Well, not well. That's what people want to do in competitive too. It's no different. But that's, I, I tell you, I don't know if it's a different monster on PC, but on PC, the first characters to get chosen are tanks. I wish that would happen on console. It is not. Well, you know what the first character is almost every time? Hanzo. Hanzo, Widow, Genji, Ash. And then when you pick, like my wife played a lot of Sombra, and when you pick Sombra in competitive, the the rank that we're playing at, people assume you're throwing. So then they throw. So they just quit or they, just throw. They just throw. So it's like you can't win. And like I spent so much time flexing to play a healer, dude. I've spent so much time playing between Zenyatta, Moira, and Lucio. Like I'm just done healing, you know. And I want to play something else. And like I get into a game and nobody picks a healer. And I'm like, you know, I can either flex and try to win or I can play what I want. And then probably part of my team is going to be like, well, this guy's throwing anyway, so why do I care? It's just, I don't know. It's frustrating. I needed a break. Like I've spent so much time in that game and I don't want to hate it because I have so much fun playing it. So I just needed a break for a little while. But I did play Anthem. Okay. And I played it for five straight hours. Oh my god! And I had to—I shut it off. Did because, what I did with Resident Evil Two. So the reason—the only reason that I'm not playing it anymore right now is because my EA Access trial is only ten hours. And if we're all going to play together on launch, I'll just wait. I really, really like that game. So. What did they do differently from the demo? So the biggest thing from the demo to this is... Well, it's not the biggest thing, but it's the most obvious thing. is The demo that they gave a couple weeks ago dropped you in at level 10 and had you doing one of these missions. And the thing is, is you have no context for that mission. You have no story based around that mission. You don't know who you are. You don't know why you're doing what you're doing. The first hour of Anthem, flat up, you know, full game has a great opening story mission, an incredible tutorial mission that you run by yourself that you have to do before you can play co-op. And you get to build the world around what you're doing. And I got interested in that, so I kept playing. Now, when you team up with other people to play Anthem, what makes it cool is, man, those fucking classes are so different. So there are four different javelins, is what they call them in the game. And each one is an entirely different beast you have. That's the other thing, is the demo gave you access to the ranger, which is the soldier, which is what you sh- you expect. It's like every character in every shooter ever. They have a machine gun, they have some bulky powers, they do a lot of damage. They're essentially your DPS character. Here's Soldier 76. Exactly. I mean, you might as well have just mimicked him, and you had the character they gave you in the demo, and you're like, well, this is kind of boring. If the rest of the javelins are like this, I don't really... Like, it's cool to have somebody like that, because there's people that like to play like that, but when that's all there is, it's not that fun. So, I picked the Storm in the final game, and this dude is badass, so he gets, like, every character in the game, every suit has the same kind of layout. You get two abilities, you get an ultimate, and you get two weapon slots once you hit, I think, level three. 
and you can carry any kind of guns that you want to carry. You can carry machine gun. It's like Destiny. You got machine guns, pistols, shotguns, sniper rifles, same kind of deal. You can choose the guns. That's fine. But you literally live and die by your abilities. And the game tracks them in combos. So say, for instance, I'm playing the Storm, and Justin was playing with me. He was playing the tank. I forget what it's called. It's huge. Like, it's... Like, visually, he's a much larger robot than I am. He can't fly as far. He can't fly as fast. Um, But boy, when we get in a fight, he can just take all of the damage. So what happens is I'm playing the Storm, which is an elemental character. And basically what I do is I can uh, I can equip different elementals to each of my abilities. So one of my abilities I had for a while was lightning. So I could AoE attack a bunch of enemies with lightning. Eventually, I you know, I unlocked the freeze one. And what I could do is I could freeze them all. And then Justin would have this move where he could jump up in the air and do a, like an AoE ground pound. So I would freeze a group of enemies. He would jump up and smash them. And we get a combo bonus. And those combo bonuses give you more XP to level up your character. And every time you level up, there's different perks at different levels. Like I said, you get a second gun slot at level 3. You get a total of 9 passive perks that unlock over time. And those are all loot-driven, just like your weapons and your abilities. They all have numbers, they all have colors. Um, And over time, you can unlock these passive abilities that give you more elemental damage, or they give you more shield, or they keep your thrusters cooler so you can fly longer. So all of this stuff is loot-based. Um... When you go out on a mission, you don't get everything, and you don't get your XP until you come back and complete the mission. So it's not like you level up on the fly out in the out in the mission, and then everybody's out there. How many times have you played an RPG where you're playing with other people, and everybody stops to change all their abilities in the middle of a mission? Like, that doesn't happen in Anthem, because it all happens back at the Forge. So another thing that this, that this version does that the demo didn't do was the demo was poorly optimized. I don't know why they put it out. It ran like garbage. It looked bad. It didn't play well. It felt like a game that they showed two E3s ago that was still really rough and not coming out in two weeks. But when they give you a demo two weeks before the game comes out and it plays like that, you kind of expect the final game to play like that. And the final game does not. It plays so much better. It runs so much better. And it is absolutely one of the best looking games I've ever seen. So that demo hurt it. That demo hurt it bad because Think most it's people affect sales. It will because here's the thing: not a lot of people have EA access because it's only on Xbox One. The PS4 players have not been able to play it. PC and Xbox players, if they have access, either Origin or EA access, can play it now, and they can see that final game. But that demo that they put out for the PS4 users, which, let's be fair, they're the biggest bulk of the the users right now, they're still living off that demo, and that demo was bad. So... So I guess it was just the older build of the game? It had to be, because as soon as I picked this up, I'm like, this does not play like that demo. Like, this feels and runs so much better than that demo did. I was done, man. I played that demo, and I'm like, I don't even care. Like, I'm not going to buy it. I was like, well, I'll try my EA Access trial because I want to... It's fucking Bioware, dude. I want to like the game, you know? I'm glad I did because I'm in. I'm ready to play this game. I'm still holding... I only have time for something, one of those, and it's going to be Division. Yeah, Division... See, the the other thing that's really going to hurt Anthem 
is... I can't remember if we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about Apex Legends last week. EA just dropped Apex Legends. Bunch of people are playing that. Division is right after Anthem, you know, like a month after. Mm-hmm. So it's like Anthem is basically in the is the Titanfall sandwich right now. Remember Titanfall coming out between Call of Duty and Battlefield? Yep. So I will be very interested to see where Anthem goes. I'm in. I'm going to play it. But I can totally see, you know, we have the privilege of a lot of times getting these games for free. So yeah. that's probably why. If I had to pick right now for 60 bucks, I'm with you, Drew. I'm 100% Division. The first Division game was very much my jam. A lot of people that I like to play with play that game. But considering we're probably going to get both of these games, if not at least one of them, for free, I'm in on Anthem, you know? (sighs) So the other game I played was Metro Exodus. I finished that game. My review is up. How many hours? took me about 13, 14 hours to go through it. Okay. So it is, it's a Metro game. Um, what has changed a lot in this game is, I don't know if it was just me that got this impression when they were first showing it off, like that it was just a straight up open world game, but it is not. So, Drew, I know you don't like the Metro games, but the ones you've played, they're basically kind of linear, hold you by the hand, point A to point B kind of games. Uh, essentially, yeah. Yeah. These are not. So basically the way this game works is you're leaving the metro. You're going out into the real world. And when you get out there, you get this train called the Aurora. And you use it to go from, basically to go f- between hubs. So I think there's four total hubs in this game that you can play. One of them is the tutorial, so it doesn't really count. And the end one is very linear. Uh, very story-driven area, so that's not really a hub. But the three in the middle are basically giant open-world areas that you can go around, explore, learn about the world, run into people, um, do side quests for the people that live there, um, and just kind of... And the nice thing is is the game takes place over the span of a year, and in each section it kind of changes the season. So the first season, it's snowing. It's winter. The next level is like spring. One of them summer. One of them's fall. And then eventually you go back to winter. So the game ends kind of where it begins. Because if let's be fair, if you've played Metro before, one of the things you're used to is walking around a snow-filled post-apocalyptic world. That's Metro. So it was very weird to be walking through like a very brightly colored lit forest <laughs> in one of these worlds. One of the worlds is a straight-up desert. So... There's a lot of variety to the world that you go to. This is probably the last Metro game. At least the ending that I got feels like it's the last Metro game. Um, is a very good story. It is a very interesting world. I love... I can't praise enough how good this game looks. This is one of those games that as you're playing through it, especially on the higher-end machines and higher-end PCs, you want to take a screenshot like every five seconds because it's so beautiful. It does come at a cost, though. So I played this on Xbox One X, and installing it to the default hard drive, loading times are unbearable. I'm talking minutes. It is ridiculous. And how many times would you run into a... The loading screens only pop up when you start the game, when you die, or when you move to a new area. So Ooh. thankfully, so di- dying is like a minute. Um, 
dying is not as long. Okay. It's dying is not yeah dying is not as long, but it's still frustrating when you die because it's still probably thirty to forty five seconds to load. Yeah. Um, another problem that I ran into with this game. So after I had that issue, I switched it over to my SSD. It was still taking upwards of one to two minutes on an SSD. What the crap? So the loading time is very bad in this game. Another problem that I ran into through the whole game. Every now and then, this game will just fucking lock. I can't tell what is causing it. I can't tell what it's triggering it. But every now and then, it was like it was almost like an omen for me as to hey, you need to stop playing because there would be something happening in the game and it would just freeze. How's the saving? Saving's fine. You can auto save. You can quick save anytime you want, and the checkpoints are very good. So okay. I never lost more than like a minute or two of progress. Okay. But having a game just straight up freeze and lock up, it doesn't lock your system. You can still hit the Xbox button, close the app, and you're good to go. But goddamn, that happened through the entire game. Have they said anything about that? I Are they going to look into it? or I haven't heard any. I would. I also went out and checked to make sure it wasn't just me. There's a whole fucking Reddit thread about Xbox One X versions of Metro locking up. So it's just the X version? As far as I know, I didn't search for PS4 or PC. Uh, somebody, I did tweet it, and somebody tweeted back at me that it does happen on PC, but I don't know how frequent. Um, so I hope they're looking into this, because that is a huge... Ha- like, if it happened once or twice in a 13 or 14 hour game, okay. Shit happens, you know? Yeah. But we're talking like 10 to 15 times this happened to me. Mm, that's... That's very disheartening, especially whenever you're making some good progress. Yeah, and it's disheartening because it's one of those games that, like, that's what forced me to quit the game. I would have kept playing. Yeah. Like, it's a great game. It's it's so good. Um, and I guess I should probably talk about the differences. Like, the bullet economy is gone. You no longer, you know, use bullets to buy things. You now, <laughs> you, you now basically do what every other open world game is, is you find stuff and you craft it. Um, so you find two types of things. You find basically like supplies and you find radiation stuff, which is marked as like a, a beaker. Um, you use the radiation stuff to create things like, uh, filters for your gas mask, uh, health packs, um, and to clean your guns. Because if you don't clean your guns, they will fucking jam. (laughs) So I kept my guns clean at all time. Uh, You can do all this stuff at a workbench, but if you're out in the field, you can manufacture certain things from your backpack. So you can build health packs, you can build bullets for your pneumatic gun, you can't build regular bullets out in the open. Just the ones for the pneumatic gun, because they're just steel balls. Um, And you can uh, build filters for your gas mask. But everything else you have to build at a workbench. Um... Another thing that I don't think is great about Metro, and this really hasn't changed since the first one, I don't think the shooting is all that fun. Like, it's serviceable, it gets you by, but, like, it's not as tight and as responsive as stuff like, you know, Destiny or or a Halo or a Call of Duty. Like, it just... There's something about the movement of the gun in those games that just... I don't know, it feels weird. But... It's a great single-player game. If you've been following the Metro game since the beginning, you have to play this. Um, RTM is the greatest character that never talks in the game, because he still doesn't talk in the game. He only talks in the loading screen. 
So, if you want to see the end of RTM's adventure, you should definitely play this game. And there's some wicked fucking sick monsters in this game. <laughs> I am disappointed, though, that the crazy threads from the first two games did not crop up in this one. At least not as much. The ending to the first game is still one of the things that made me love that game so much. You think so? Because I really... That's what made me hate that game. I I love that stuff. I don't want to spoil for anybody who hasn't played those games. But that stuff that they kind of go into at the end of that game is the stuff that I like. I'm really interested in that stuff. So that really kind of drew me in. But there is I mean, literally... Metro 2033 or whatever it's called. Yeah. I, I mean... I don't know. Uh, you can listen to our Phoenix Down. They really don't. Like. They really don't touch on any of that stuff in the third game. They th- they throw so many different things at you in the last probably two hours of that game, and I'm just like, is yep. unicorns coming up next? They literally only say the dark ones like four times in the new game. Hmm. It's not even really a big part of it. And that disappointed me because I like that, especially the way the second one begins kind of dealing with that stuff. But this one is, it's not about that at all. It's about getting out of the metro and finding a place to live on Earth. Let's talk about Crackdown. Okay, the down down of crack. The down of crack. So, man, people were really mad at this game. People hate this game. I don't know why. I mean, I get to some extent why. Because uh, it became popular to hate on this game. So then you have um, Jim Sterling, who I will call by name this time, um, you know, jumping on the bandwagon to hate everything like he normally fucking does uh, to make money. Which I'd like to see him do anything that is not that for once. But I know he can't. So um, so does he, I mean, you, you've you've listened to him talk about why he hates Crackdown. Why does he hate Crackdown? Oh, I, dude, I, I couldn't make it. He, he just he wants to fucking hate on everything. So here's the reason why. This game doesn't look great. I think okay. it looks fine. I, That's bullshit. I, I disagree that this... Like, I saw another very famous person who hates every game that comes out um, say that this looked like a 360 game, and I swear if I was in person with him, I'd have slapped him. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't... Um, it does, this does not look like a 360... You have not played a 360 game in a long yeah, time. Yeah, this looks how you remember Crackdown. Yeah. Your memory of Crackdown is a lot better than what Crackdown looks like. And if you pop it into an Xbox One X, that's not your memory of Crackdown. Or that's your memory of Crackdown. That's not actually Crackdown. Crackdown doesn't look that good. No, 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 no. Crackdown doesn't look very good at all. No, it doesn't. That that doesn't matter to me. I mean, one of my favorite games of the past couple years is Life is Strange, and that game looks... Yeah, well, that game is... Yeah. It's the same sort of thing, but I mean, like, Crackdown, part of it's technical limitations and not just an art style. And in this game, they followed that art style. Again, not going to tell you it's the prettiest looking game. That's, no, no, it's absolutely. Just, it's this not. is no Horizon Zero Dawn or anything like no. that. It's God, no. No, it's it looks like a comic book is what it looks yeah. like. And and you know what? It It's really good at looking like that. You know, I, th- these people didn't make the same complaints about Saints Row. And Saints Row, I felt, looked worse and worse over time. Get um, Out of Hell I... did not look good. <laughs> Sorry? Get, yeah, out no, of, Get Out of Hell did not look good. There were some really the... bad decisions in that game. It's, it's um, 
I feel like this game invited it by delaying itself, and I'm not sure why it fully delayed itself, but I think people were expecting something completely else in terms of gameplay, and it's Crackdown. I, you know, it's dumb fun. It's it's exactly what I would have expected. I don't think they set expectations too high. Had they done it, yeah, I would have you know spit in their face too. But it's not that's not the case. They never promised anything other than what this game is, which is Crackdown. More of it. Which is what something that people wanted, and now that they got it, they didn't want it. Well, maybe you never wanted it in the first place. You wanted the feeling of seeing a 360 game for the first time again. Because that's kind of what this was. And it wasn't that. So guess what? Like, your nostalgia doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Fuck. I think it was very telling that originally they were trying to make this something else. Because if you remember, the reason it got delayed the second t- or the third time was because Phil played it. And he said, this is not Crackdown. Mm. He's like, you need to make it Crack... Because that's what people... It's Crackdown 3, that's what people wanted. Yeah. And what you remember of Crackdown 3 is this. It's big, it's dumb, it's stupid. It's got lock-on aiming. It's jumping very high. It's collecting orbs. It is, you know, taking out these repetitive missions to make a boss weaker so you can kill them. Guess what? That's Crackdown 3. Yeah, and you know, I, it's it's funny you say that because I never, so I, I don't have the nostalgia for Crackdown. I'm enjoying this purely off of, because I didn't buy Crackdown to play the Halo 3 demo. <laughs> That's the only reason you anybody know? bought that game back in the right. day. <laughs> and then you got a Why do you think I played Zone of the Enders? Yeah, Zone yeah. of the Enders, right. nobody would have bought that if it didn't have a Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. This was the Metal Gear Solid, this was the Zone of Enders for Xbox 360. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just it, happened to be, uh, well, same with Zone of the Enders. They just happened to be good games. Yeah, they were I just mean, ultimately people. Like you, it's not something I necessarily would think people would super enjoy had they not bought it for a different reason. No, exactly, and that's the thing is like if you'd have bought Crackdown, the original, if you'd have seen it in the store, you'd have been like, yeah, okay, it's one of those. I'm sure, especially it's... when I think it's using an old arcade license, right? Like that. Yeah. Isn't it's... Ter- it's a weird game, and you play it, and you're like, oh, okay. Like, nobody even remembers that that first game, one of the pedigrees behind it was the dude that invented Grand Theft Auto. No, I don't remember that at all. David Jones was the designer on the first Crackdown. He invented Grand Theft Auto. Like, he, you don't know him because he was gone before 3 came out. Right. So, he was the one that came up with the idea for Grand Theft Auto. Rockstar just took it to a whole new level. I don't want to take anything away from Rockstar. Rockstar does miracles. But, he yeah, built this game. Yeah, he, he yeah. built Crackdown, and originally when they announced Crackdown 3, they had brought him on to work on it. He since was let go before the game came out. Mm. So, it, man, $60 for this game is not for everybody. For damn sure. It is on game. Like So here's, the, here's another thing. A lot of people... Uh, who are playing this and criticizing it are probably playing it. Either they got a review code, which, I mean, maybe to some extent that's true, but I just I doubt everybody that's giving this game shit did. They're probably playing it off of Game Pass, which is how I'm playing it. Um, game Pass is, what, $10 a month? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, you're there's essentially, a, I, I, I would uh, go ahead and just say Game Pass, you're getting a game for free. Yeah, and you know what? This is a fucking great game to sell Game Pass on. And I argue it's kind of the first game to sell me on Game Pass because I didn't need another Forza Horizon. 
if that's your jam, then I, I would assume that you paid for Game Pass um, because it'll end up being cheaper because for how long you play Forza, especially if you play Forza and Forza Horizon, right? You'll switch between the two, so you know you don't pay full price before the other one comes out. The Forza Standard or Horizon, whatever's next, right? But um, this is the first. This this made me buy Game Pass, and honestly, this game's a lot of fun. I'm I'm actually playing it as we speak. I think the funniest, one of the most telling things about this game, is when the reviews came out, they were not great. People were saying this is a mediocre game, blah 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 blah. I don't think it's that good. Don't look that good. It's not that fun. Okay. Two two days later, when it released on Game Pass and everybody got to play it, you know that has Game Pass. All I saw on Twitter, literally, was, "Holy shit! I can't stop playing Crackdown. It's so much fun." Yeah, I, you know, here's here's. Kind and of I'm just like, I'm like standing there going, "Okay, Drew, this is a conversation you and I've had for so many years. People don't want their games to be just fun anymore." No. Which I I'm gonna be honest with you, that's kind of the main thing I want. I hate the pretentiousness. I hate the story. Like, I get it. You want to tell a story? There's movies for that. Uh, Drew and I are in the same boat with the Uncharted series. You know, I mean, I'd love, I love the Uncharted stories. You know what I hate playing? The Uncharted games. Because they're just not fun to me. Because yeah. they focus on the story first. And that's great. I think they're amazing stories. But I'd rather watch a movie with those stories. And I'm willing to watch like a six hour movie. You know, people do cut those cutscenes up and put them into uh, movies YouTube on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And I get the same experience out of it. Because the gameplay in those games just aren't enough for me and that and i'm not criticizing anybody that likes those games I, I i realize that's just my personal taste in that particular scenario but it's just sometimes you just want something that's stupid and fun and it's funny that you say that ken because a lot of people that won't play grand theft auto don't play it for the story no they play you know? it for the, they play it for the chaos because i'm going to tell yeah. you right now that grand theft auto very rarely makes things fun it makes them just kind of stupid I think, and that's I think fine. Honestly, a lot the first of people time like I that. enjoyed fully a campaign in Grand Theft Auto was five. I enjoyed five's campaign. I enjoyed three's campaign. I did not like Vice City. I didn't like San Andreas, and I didn't like four. Yeah, I like threes as well. But threes, I just hated four. Yeah, I absolutely I, hated four. I did not like four like at all. Like even just then, running around oh, the fuck right off. Well, just yeah. running around the city. The city wasn't that interesting to me. Driving in that game is rough. I really didn't like Nico. Like I was like, I just don't like this character. Yeah, and you know what? Generic There's slot. people that really enjoy those games, and that's fine. And I totally see why people enjoy those games. But seeing so many people not understanding that Crackdown is literally just a fucking—it's stupid. Crackdown is GTA with all the cheats on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what that game is. <laughs> I mean, like I had the most fun with Crackdown One, just like throwing cheats in and trying to break the game, like making the frame rate go to five. Yeah, and stuff like that. There's a fucking gun in this game that you can shoot, and it just sucks people into it. I'm saying the I have a miss, the missile launcher that uh, shoots out other missiles, so you shoot it up. And then it hails down missiles. Dude, there's a fucking Great. there's a fucking grenade that will allow you to duplicate items. Yep, there's the, <laughs> there's also the portable jump pad, which yes. you just throw down anywhere, and it like it stays. So you just keep throwing down jump pads, and then you get an extra jump by the, hitting the jump pad first. The thing that I love about this game is everybody knows as you collect the orbs and you level up like your abilities in the the original games. In this one now, every time you hit a new threshold, you get a fucking perk. 
So, like, what was it? The newest one I got for the car, when you hit level 3 with your driving ability, you now have the ability to not only call the agency car, change it into a different car, but when you get out of it, you can just blow it the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, you, they give you the agency car, and then you can turn it into a car that can drive up one. The, th- the, the level 5 car that you get is a fucking tank with a gun. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't even steal those from enemies until you're level five. So the um, you, I'm going to pull a Todd Howard here and say, you, you and Crackdown is the perfect example of, you see that building over there? You can go there. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can totally do that. And you can jump off of it and ground pound like forty enemies with a punch, and they all just turn into glowing orbs. As Terry Crews. Yeah, as Terry Crews. It's. Look again. I'm not going to tell you this is the greatest game ever. It no, not. it doesn't look pretty at times. Like some of the character models, like Terry Crews's model in the intro sequence, is jarring in comparison to all the other agents, because it's clear that they've like mocapped him, and the other people are just made. Yeah, like they mocapped his face in high detail because you're like that's Terry Crews, and when you look at all the other agents, you go, and that's a cartoon character. Does he voice the character? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and when good. you take over the radio towers in the game, he literally—he's a, a big Terry Crews standing over the city, and he just like yells at people. It's fucking great. This so game... fun, fact, fun fact about um, Crackdown, in case anybody didn't know, in Japan it's called Riot Act because they don't actually have a word for Crackdown. Yep. And the cover is some of the coolest artwork ever. They got the people who did Lupin the Third to do the art. For the cover of the original Crackdown, look it up. It's fantastic. What a weird specific. I love <laughs> Crackdown Three. I had so much fun in the ten hours I spent in that game, and I've still not booted up the multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, I haven't put it on the multiplayer either. And uh, Justin, I think summed it up pretty well that um, that this is kind of the modern platformer. You got, there's some there's some hard platforming segments when you're climbing the radio towers. And they're stressful because it's a long fall down. Yeah, but they give you checkpoints at least. They do give you checkpoints, but some of those are f- far between. Yeah, the and one. Like, yeah, the ones oh, I had the hardest trouble with were the really fast moving ones. And and you you start to sweat because you're looking and you can't turn the camera all the way, so you're cu- you're not making a blind jump. You can see the platform, but you can't see enough of it to feel comfortable doing the jump. So I'll you're t- walking a little bit closer to the ledge. And- I tell yeah, you, no, man, I... the designers are total dicks because they put those those agility orbs on a place you don't have to go to finish the climb, but you mm-hmm. definitely got to jump over Hangings, there. And... Hanging an inch off, of, yeah. <laughs> off of the platform. You got so you, you got to have the jump. balls. You got to have the balls to make that jump, man. Oh yeah, there, and 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 that's another thing. The it's one of the few times I feel like. And I, I'm not to not to shit on GTA. There's there's stuff hidden extremely well in this game. The hidden orbs. I mean, some of the agility orbs are pretty hidden too, but um, the the hidden or secret orbs. I think they're just called hidden orbs, right, Ken? Yeah, hidden orbs and agility orbs. That's the only. Two. Yeah, the hidden orbs. Um, they hide them not in places where it's like, I wonder what's over there. It's like. Oh, there's a hole in the ground, and this there's actually a tunnel you can't see. And if you just happen to go down there, you'll get an orb. And now sometimes there's like, you should check. There's a hidden orb somewhere nearby, but most of the time it doesn't do that. <laughs> it's 
it's a lot of fun, and I think, like, people gave themselves the wrong expectations of what this was going to be. And I, again, I'm not fully sure what did that. Because from the sounds of it, when they started showing this game to people, this was it. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, if this is not what you like, I don't, I don't know, like as a critic, I don't know what you're in this for. Because like, this is kind of the purest, um, evolution of video games in it, a long fucking, time. It's fucking crackdown. That's exactly what it is. And anybody that was expecting anything else, whatever. And it and and just for a thought experiment, if you go on Twitter and you see who's uh, criticizing Crackdown, see if they have a check mark next to their name. Because I'm going to be honest with you, most people that are complaining about this do. Yeah, I don't know. I... I'm a critic that writes for Insert Site, and here's my check mark on my name, and I dislike Crackdown. Okay. I don't know. I had a fucking ton of fun with it. Yeah, me too. But that's that's pretty much. I mean, that's crazy that we had four massively large games releasing on one day. Yeah. But let's talk about what's coming out this week. It is it isn't over, by the way. We still have a lot of big games coming in the next couple weeks. Actually, for the next couple months. Yeah. I think Mortal Kombat is the last one I can think of that's, like, far out, which is April 23rd, and let's be frank, that's only two months away. <sighs> yeah, and there's a lot in there Here's before... flying by. I don't like that. Before that game comes out, there's a lot of shit coming out. But this week, we've got Almost There, the platformer. Okay. Chroma Gun VR. Daggerhood. Death End Request. Hacky Zack. Okay. Pode. Queen's Pode. Quest 2. The f- Stories of Forgotten Past. A lot of things you just said there. Yeah. Uh, Rim 9000. Steins Gate Elite. And Steins Gate Linear Bounded Phenogram. Okay. So are those new Steingate's game or those collections? There is a new Steingate coming out because I sent Jay the review code, but I don't... Oh, okay. I'll have to ask him. I I, I, I see a lot of these coming out. I have no idea of the choose of the other two games or like... Yeah, I've got no clue. Uh, the yeah. Sims 4 movie hangout stuff. Unex- More Sims stuff. Unexplored Unlocked Edition. Farm <laughs> Together. That comes to PS4, I guess, cause, or maybe that's a physical release, because it was out on Switch and Xbox last week, I think. I saw you, Ken. Uh, I already played it. It's fun. <laughs> uh, Hell Warders, Hexamaze, Near Automata, Game of the Yorha Edition. <laughs> that's, that's actually terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That, uh, you'd figure it's being published by THQ Nordic. Anthem. Uh, Dirt Rally 2.0. Koihime Inbu Ryo Rai Rai. I'm sure that's not right, but go ahead. Uh, you know what? Uh, that's how it looks to me. And uh, what fucking year is it? The King of Fighters 97 Global Match. Yeah, that's um being pub- that they're doing a physical version of that from Limited Run. Nobody cares. Not 97 yep. though. 90. 98 was way better. Yeah. I have no idea what the difference between those are. So, uh, we also well, they can tell you ninety-eight next year, Drew. So, no, oh, well, there you go. We also nope. That's the week after. Okay, uh, moving on, moving on. 
Switch. Let's do that big switch list, because goddamn the switch, man. We got Trine 2, the complete story. 8-Bit Adventures, Steins Gate. What the hell is that? The 8-Bit Adventure version of Steins Gate. That is a thing. Okay. Blaze Rush, Dungeon Stars. I want to fly. Uh, Just want to fly. Origami, the Shadow Edition. It's finally coming to Switch. Devil cool game. Yeah. Devil Engine, Gigantic Army, Hell Warders, Cube 2, Raining Coins, Rotating Brave. Oh, okay. Warplanes, World War II Dogfight, Exmorph Defense, Yumi Nikki Dream Diary, Quest for the Golden Duck. And tear chains of Valhalla, holla, 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 holla. Okay. That's your Switch release list this week. Wow. So, y'all know the websites down at the bottom. They always have from the web, and there's like a bunch of advertisement clickbait things. Yeah, sure. So, I'm getting ready to hit new releases, and the second one on From the Web is a black caged laced hipster panty. Okay. I don't even know anymore, man. I don't even know. Let's see if there's anything interesting coming to the PC this week. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, We've got the Devil's Calculator. Didn't we make that joke before about all it has three numbers? It just it just has six six six. Yeah, it's only three numbers on it. So whatever. Yakuza yeah, Kiwami sixty six. Yakuza Kiwami finally comes to PC tomorrow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Play that game. I'm pretty sure the uh like I haven't can't speak for the quality of it, but I'm pretty sure the other one that got ported was pretty good, Zero. Yeah, I think they've all been pretty good ports. Yeah, yeah. Kiwami was good. I uh I reviewed it. Um, bunch of hentai games. You're talking about the PC ports. Yeah, yeah. No, there's been, was it Zero and... I want to say just Zero. Is it just Zero on PC so far? Yeah, I think so. Because Kwame will be 1 and there'll be Kwame 2. Okay. So, yeah, uh, but I think I... they're doing 3, 4, 5. Um, on, well, they're doing it for PS4, so I'm assuming at that time they'll bring them to PC as well. Gotcha. Uh, it's not even funny anymore. But there's a lot of hentai games coming out. This of course, week. there is. <laughs> it's not even funny. I'm still, I'm still waiting on when those hit the switch. Like I feel like it's going to happen at some point. Didn't yeah. didn't, already, didn't the switch already have some hentai games? But they don't have the word hentai in the title. That's what I'm waiting. Oh, uh, okay. There's definitely some uh, questionable games on the switch. Is what I'll say. There's some, there's some tie of the hint in there. Mm-hmm. Tie of. The- all right, let's do some news. New, new, new news, new, new news. You can go get Bomberman now for the Xbox games with gold. Um, that and Star Wars Jedi, whatever, is available. Jedi Knight. Jedi Knight 3. Jedi Al- Academy, is that what it's called? Is it Jedi Academy? Yes, it's, it's the one on Xbox, yeah. Okay. It's original Xbox game. Crazy. Newest character from Mortal Kombat 11 was announced this week. It is Jade. But she's not alive, apparently. Yeah. Resurrected. Yeah, she's like a zombie lady. 
It's kind of funny. Everybody was excited for the Resident Evil 2 DLC, and then it dropped on Friday, and everybody found out what it was, and none of us played it. Yeah, well, that's what happens when it's just more tofu slash hunk stuff. Yep, I'm not. Yeah, I don't really... You know, I find enough challenge in that game. You know, it's not really a new story, but you know what the thing I found most interesting this week? The fall of Fortnite. Anybody else been kind of following that? Has it fallen? Yeah, it's fallen drastically since Apex Legends came out. Apex Legends, like... Oh, wow. What? It hit 25 million players in less than a week. And somebody was... really. Somebody was uh, going back on Fortnite and like talking about like how f- how long it took to hit the milestones for Fortnite. I think 25 million took like two months, something like that. It was like a lot longer than it took Apex Legends to get that high. It's and- also it's hard to read Fortnite because how many people were already playing that other mode, Save the World or whatever it's called. Well, not only that, but apparently the numbers for Fortnite went way down. Like, Twitch numbers are what people kind of gauge. Oh, okay. So, Apex Legends is now the most watched game on Twitch, and Fortnite has fallen down. Oh. So, a lot of the big streamers have stopped streaming Fortnite and are streaming Apex Legends. Well, most of the big streamers are also adults, and I have a feeling that the fact the player base of Fortnite does include children... Is maybe a turnoff for a bunch of people that are playing video games for a career. I think the other thing that's most impressive to me about this is that Apex Legends is only available on three machines. Whereas Fortnite uh, is available on fucking everything. Everything. Okay, it took me a second there. I forgot that it's available on mobile and Switch. Yep. Pretty much if you have something, you can play Fortnite. Uh, the Hollow Knight sequel was announced this week. Silk Song. Yep. So, if you want some more Hollow Knight. Holla, 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 holla. Can I holla at you? <laughs> I'm glad somebody picked that up. Now, holla, 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 holla. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this Nintendo Direct. There was a lot to swallow here. So, Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to Switch later this year as the definitive edition. Includes the orchestral soundtrack. Includes an 8-bit version of the game. And all of that stuff is exclusive to the Switch. So, fuck you, PlayStation and PC owners. (sighs) Don't worry, someone will mod that into PC version, thanks. Fuck you. Fire Emblem, the Three Houses release date revealed... Coming as a Seasons of Warfare edition. God, why did they not put the date on the news title? I have to click into it. It's going to load a video and it's going to try to play. I just want the date. July 26th is the date. It's going to try to load a video. Yep. Welcome to the internet. Yeah, welcome to the internet. Fuck them. Uh, as I mentioned, they announced the demo from uh, Damon X Machina and Yoshi's Crafted World, so you can go check those out. They also announced a new game from Platinum Games called Astral Train. Sorry, Astral Chain. <laughs> sure, whatever. I mean, just take two names together. And... I was, like, I went in my Transformers mode. I was thinking of Astro Train. Uh, but it's a new game from, from Platinum. 
Which is weird, because that means they're doing two games? Well, not only that, but did you see the rumor that hit the internet a few hours ago? That's what I'm talking about. Well, they're also making Bayonetta. Oh, so they're making three. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Rumor rumor that floated around the internet earlier, and I'm sorry, I have no faith in this rumor. It Me sounds neither. more like wishful thinking. But the rumor that floated around the internet earlier today is that uh, Platinum is resurrecting Scalebound for the Switch. Which is kind of hung up, because from what I understand, Microsoft owns the name Scalebound. Which doesn't mean they couldn't have got it back, but... It, it also, yeah, I mean, it's a trademark. I don't know, like, if they'd have to renew the trademark. Like, I don't know when that would have expired for Microsoft. Yeah, right? I don't like, know. If it, if they, if they, if it was about to expire, then they canceled the project and then just didn't renew the trademark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know about that. Um, plus, from the original documents. Um, I'm pretty sure Scalebound is supposed to actually have like a female protagonist. Like he'd been working on that. Um, like there had been talk about that game for a while as different names, so they could re- bring back Scalebound under a different name and use the same sort of concept. They could. I think the funniest comment that I saw about the game though was that like if they bring Scalebound to the Switch, they're gonna have to call it Scaled Down. Come on now, work with me here. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna uh, play. I, I chuckled. I breathed through my nose extensively as a boo. Uh, this man. Hold on, hold on. That ties into my next news story, Drew. Just, just, just work with me here. Assassin's Creed Three Remaster confirmed for Nintendo Switch. Did y'all motherfuckers watch that direct? Did you see that game running on that thing? No, I didn't watch the direct. Switch, so there's like no benefit to me Ooh. watching one of those. Go watch that footage. Holy <laughs> shit. What I don't understand is why they just wouldn't uh, like do a Game of the Year edition of the PS3 version. Because this one doesn't even look as good as the PS3 version. Go watch that footage! <sighs> also, they announced Dead by Daylight is coming to the Switch, and boy, you should watch that footage, too! <clears throat> no, because I, I don't care about that game at all. Um, but I'm sure it looks like crap on the Switch. Hold on, I'm not done. They also announced Hellblade Senua Sacrifice is coming to the Switch. <laughs> Oh, that one I didn't know about. Yeah, baby. You ever seen that game? If you haven't, it's I on Game that Pass. Game. If you, it's on Game Pass, you should go play it on your Xbox One X or your PlayStation 4 Pro. You should not play that game on the Switch. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are mad at me right now. People don't like me on Twitter because I say not everything needs to come to the Switch, but not everything needs to come to the Switch. Hey, they also shadow dropped Final Fantasy IX. It's out now for PC, Xbox One, and Switch. They also announced that Final Fantasy VII is coming in March for PC, Xbox One, and Switch. Final Fantasy VII is already on the PC. Whatever. The new whatever fucking version. Who cares? It's Final Fantasy VII. Is this... They didn't actually put this trailer out for... Yeah. That's what was in Assassin's the... Creed Three. That's what's in the direct, dude. Oh. My freaking God. You thought I was being hyperbolic. I thought you were, yeah. Yeah. Well, how could I not? This game looks, wow. Yeah, I saw that video and I was like, whoa, Ooh, why did you show that? I thought that was okay. It's bad. It's real bad. Like, I can, so, so when I click on the Ubisoft North America one, it says, it brings up the, this video may be inappropriate for some users. I understand wish to proceed. It will not let me click that button. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's that probably offensive. Probably knows better, yeah. So they also announced a follow-up to Undertale coming to the Switch uh, for free 
And they're also porting it to the PS4. It's called Deltarune. Yeah, it's actually going to be released in chapters, I believe. Yes, chapter one. So the one. first one's available right now on the PC. Yep, and it's coming to Switch, uh, and they're going to port it to the PS4. Uh, Smash Brothers is getting 3.0. Nobody knows what's in it, but they did say Joker would be out by the end of April, I believe. Marvel Ultimate Alliance will be releasing this summer. They also introduced Captain Marvel. Of course they did. That's a good movie tie-in. Super Mario Maker 2 has been confirmed. There, you can stop asking now, everybody. Yep. Dude, I... Yeah, yeah, Mario Maker's the bomb. A lot of stuff coming out of this Nintendo Direct. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still watching this (laughs) horrible trailer. So... It's, It's... it's like this. Uh, yeah, it's bad, dude. I told you. Even the liberation one looks not good. Like I don't get it. What? Ha- what did you do? All you had to do was do the PS3 one. Bloodstained is uh, got its release date. It's in summer. They also shadow dropped a new Tetris game. Can you guess what kind of Tetris game it was, Drew? Can you guess? A fighting game. Close. You want to try again? What's hot right now? Oh. I mean, people's already playing that, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's free. Yeah. It's out. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the, uh, the Battle Royale. It's Battle Royale Tetris. And somehow it works, apparently. Yeah, I heard people say good things about it. My friend was like, you need to play this. Like, I got effect. I'm good. I suck at Tetris, so I don't need to play against 98 other people who are better than me. So I'm good. But that's a cool as idea. As long as I make it halfway through, I'll feel good about myself. Nintendo also announced the Switch is getting a Box Boy game. It's not a collection of the Box Boy games from the 3DS, though, I don't think, right? No, it's a new game with co-op with Box Girl, right? I think so. I know that the Amiibo is coming to North America now. So they're making an Amiibo of a square with eyeballs. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, they, they already have one in Japan. Okay, good, good to know. There's a free update for Captain Toad Treasure Tractor. Uh, Treasure Tracker. Treasure Tractor. <laughs> Treasure Tractor, which adds co-op. They're also releasing paid DLC, which is pre-orderable now, so you can go pre-order. Is that coming to the Switch? Switch only. The Wii U doesn't exist. Um, we, we don't. Well, there's speak the 3DS version. That doesn't exist either. Did you notice there were Apparently. no 3DS games in the direct? That's right. There were none. I didn't watch it because there hasn't really been. So. And there never will be. The 3DS is dead. Stuff out on it, and then they have. Then there's. They haven't released anything some, for that machine for God. There's been. I have two games. You've well, had that Mario and Luigi game for like six months to review. Don't give me no, no crap. But it feels like that. And <laughs> Yokai Watch just came out. Nobody cares about. And Yo-Kai then there's Watch. still Kirby's Epic Yarn reissue, which I'm like, okay, why? You know why they released Yokai Watch on the 3DS, right? Because nobody cares. You're very, you're very correct on that one. But um, why Kirby's... Like, put that on the Switch. I don't understand that one. Anyways. So, Nintendo. Who wants, to, who wants to play the betting game? Sure. The PlayStation Classic. How low can it go? I'm going to guess it sells for... Well... I'd say okay, twenty nine ninety. That's that's where I'm at too. But I was gonna say probably Canadian, which would be like twenty bucks. So it was on sale this week for forty bucks. So Drew, you're getting close. 
It's 50 in Canada at some places. It's 59 regular here. I, I think you're right. I think 29.99 is where that thing's going to land before they run out of it. I, I like, man. What happened? I have one. Dude, did you, like, literally that thing is not good. I have to hack it still and it's the emulation. Like, playing those games is fine, but it's it's exactly what you think. It's not the best selection of games. Yeah. There's PAL versions on there, which is really weird. Because uh, they tested it, so somebody broke into the menu, and they it, they tested the NTSC versions, which can run. Like, people have put the NTSC versions on. Um, and the other thing about it is that, let's be fair, the PlayStation is not really a great thing to go back to. It's true. Mm. I have the most nostalgia for PlayStation you games, though. do, but when the I, last as, someone, time... as someone that doesn't have nostalgia, except for, like, the Spyro games, there's a lot on that console that's really, really fun. Um, the problem is that they only gave you the non-analog uh, PlayStation games. Yeah, but there's is... only, like, one game on there that supports the fucking analog control. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is they, they cut down the quality by not having the analog sticks. Nintendo also announced a remake of everybody's favorite Zelda game now. Link's Awakening. It's coming to the Switch in 2019. Mm, this weekend was not my favorite Zelda game, but it was pretty good. Oh, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying here. The internet it's now f- it says yeah. Link's Awakening is the best Zelda game. It's my favorite 2D game, but my favorite's always been... I, well, somewhere between Wind Waker and Majora's Mask. Psh, I best, hated Wind Waker until I played it, though. The best 2D oh, Zelda game is Link to the Past, and any other answer is incorrect. My favorite is uh, when they do the ineffable Triforce Heroes, and you, the internet will be like, "My favorite, my favorite game was Triforce Heroes, which is terrible." Spirit Tracks. There's I didn't lot. like Spirit Tracks. Everybody <laughs> seems to like that one more than Phantom Hourglass. There's I, a lot of defenders I, for Spirit Tracks out there, and I'm like, it's a fine, no. it's fine, but it's not. A great I don't like Zelda the fact game. that you're on rails; you can't explore the world. At least with the boat, I got to sail around to wherever. Dude, Wind Waker is one of the best it. Zelda games. Fight me. I was talking. I was talking. Phantom Hourglass. You can still go through the sea. Fuck. <laughs> Do you want to go this way? Well, you're heading that way because it's the fucking train. To be honest with you, I was a big fan of like Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages too. Those were made by Capcom, baby. I know. I like them. They uh, re-released like them, them on the lot. Wii U, but we don't talk about the Wii U no more. I, I still own mine. <laughs> I do too. I have them on the cartridge too. My Wii I don't have games. a Switch, so that's my Nintendo console. Oh, I'm sorry, Drew. You should get a Switch. It's um... just the Wii U with more games. <laughs> <laughs> but the Switch ain't got a lot of those games I got on the Wii No, actually it does. <laughs> that was the joke. Nah. What game are could you possibly want on the Wii U that isn't on Switch? Well, there's a few games that I haven't beaten yet. So you, you got have to name them. them. You can't. Okay. All right, Xeno uh, Blade Chronicles X. Well, rumors that's coming. So okay. continue. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Yeah, that's never leaving <laughs> that console. Okay. Correct. Uh, Color Splash. Don't play that. My son plays Wait, that. Color Splash. Mm. You. How about RPG battles where there's no experience and you gain nothing? That's true, but uh, it had a lot of heart. That yeah, was what that, I, liked about it. I mean the humor is great in all those games, but that one's 
I don't know what they thought. Like, I don't battle in RPGs necessarily because it's fun. I like watching numbers go up. Super Mario 3D World. That's okay, totally nope. gonna, that's totally gonna come out. I guarantee you that one's coming out. I figured they just make a new one. Well, they did that too. I mean, Mario Odyssey. Well, 3D uh, World. It's the same fucking thing. It's a Mario nah, game. Nah, 3D. Nah, I don't. I don't consider Mario 3D World to be a 3D Mario. That's that's a well. <laughs> Except every word you just made is in the title. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, you it's, know exactly it's, what it's, I mean. It has, a, <laughs> it has a level structure. There's a beginning and an end to the level. It, unlike Odyssey, Sunshine, etc. That's funny. You notice he didn't say Zelda, even though he has Zelda sitting over there. Oh, yeah, because I know it's on the list. <laughs> I also just, didn't say Mario Kart. Just give it a few more directs, Drew. The rest of them will be there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm probably going to get a Switch one day, but, I mean, I don't have I'm waiting for the thin one to come out that everybody keeps talking about that hasn't happened. So maybe we should shut up until it actually does. I, look, I got to finish Damnation first before I get a Switch. Oh! <laughs> Oh boy. Sadder words, hey. sadder words have never been said. You know if what? If you're crazy enough to finish it, have fun. I've got the furthest in um, Stupid Secret Service, so I get to. You know what? You know I what? Get to slack on this one. I would not be shocked if they ported Damnation to the Switch. That's... <laughs> I don't think. The Rock Codemasters back. Dude, nothing, <laughs> nothing has shocked me about the Switch. Did you? What? A, you know, another thing that was shown during the direct that we didn't talk about—they're bringing fucking Grid Autosport to the Switch. You remember that Speaking game? Codemasters. Holy I, shit. I, I reviewed that game. Yeah, they're bringing that to the Switch. You know what else they brought to the Switch? Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Well, they... THQ Nordic. You reviewed that THQ game. I did! What I'm saying Topical. is, nothing shocks me yeah, when they th- said I'm bringing it to THQ, the Switch. If it's something THQ Nordic has bought, just expect it to be released on everything. It only expect came out on to, the Switch! Expect them to feed... Uh, it's on PC. They reissued that on PC like longer PC ago don't than... count. Yes, it does. Everything's on PC. Hold on. Everything. Super Mario 3D World isn't. Yes, it is. I can put it on there for you, Drew. Okay, well. It's a PC. What am, what am I even doing here? Then? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anything that THQ Nordic buys, just know that... Hold on, we gotta, we gotta go to tweets. Feed off of that corpse. We gotta go to tweets. This first tweet comes from some dude on the internet. I don't know who it is. We got says, no emails? No, I didn't get emails. Okay, fine. But this first tweet comes from some dude on the internet. I don't know he is. It's kind of annoying. It says, first off, glad that Anthony asshole isn't on the show today. <laughs> hey, that was <laughs> that was because you were supposed to record yesterday without me, but everybody else bailed on you. You messed I up can't my, help that I'm the job. ringer, and I, got a, I asked for one Sunday off, and everybody else is like, I can't. Sorry. Uh, Just blame Drew. That's what, that's I, I don't else have does to. Now. He's hearing what I'm saying right now. So? Drew don't care. Hey, Drew. Pick up my fucking slack. Thanks. <laughs> Sucker. I've been podcasting since you were in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. Uh-huh. Fuck. <laughs> I think actually... I think actually only Ken, Ken can say that. What was the first episode? 1996? No, God, yeah. no. No, 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 no. Wasn't that old? 
First, no. I would have been, been out of diapers then. But the first episode of this show was in 2006. Sorry, 2006. Yes, yeah. um, I was podcasting in 2007. So, I did a radio show before that that was not a podcast. I was on a podcast for 100 episodes, and then previously been, before that, I was on a podcast for 50 episodes. How many of those podcast episodes did you fall asleep on, Drew? I fell asleep on a lot. <laughs> Of Evolve Gaming. I remember that. Yeah. We recorded like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, guys, I wake up at 5 a.m. I think the one episode that you guys drew, that you guys dragged me onto, like I was playing something while I was on the show. And like at one point they asked me something I didn't answer because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I think they made the joke of, did he fall asleep like Drew? Yeah, yeah. I think they were like, did he fall asleep? He's just like Drew. Yeah. I would have been 14, 15 around this time. So you were still in diapers, got it. All right, moving on. Um, it's not how that works, but okay. Well, I don't know how long you stayed in diapers, but I definitely was. Come out on, of you're pants. trying to you're trying to let you're trying to roll off my joke after I've already told it. Come it's on. a shitty joke. No, it's not. You were wearing diapers. It's perfectly clean. Blue Apple Blue wants to know what you get your waifu on Valentine's. <laughs> Obviously, you're asking only Drew because. <laughs> Do you, know wow. what, do you know what a waifu I'm, is? I'm sad and alone, and that's the reason why I'm angry all the time. My, my waifu. Is that what you call her? Have you ever called her that, Drew? Oh, no. I, I, I don't want to get the looks. What the fuck does waifu mean? That's the well, look. What? I was expecting you'd have to explain to your wife what waifu fucking meant. I honestly don't know. My anime wife? Is that what that means? Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. Like your okay. pillow, your body pillows. My my Hatsune Miku <laughs> body pillow. Isn't she like 12? I have no idea. She's not real, so it doesn't matter. Aren't all anime girls like 12? You're still a sad human being if you have a body pillow. Didn't the dude in Japan marry her? I'm sure he did. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about? What uh, I got my wife, wife for, for Valentine's, Day. Valentine's Day. So do you want to know what he got his body pillow, or do you want to know what he got his real wife? My real wife? I can tell you that. I I got her, well, I, I had a flower delivery Ooh. of, uh, of uh, a dozen red roses. I um also got her a... All right, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play it out, man. I'm going to tell you exactly what I did, because <laughs> I think it was awesome. Okay? So I planned this out, right? Where and it's, it was it was about a week before Valentine's Day. I wanted to do like a little mini scavenger hunt around the house, and I had uh, put little notes that had clues to other things in the house that she would then find another clue to, that would then eventually lead to a uh, aquamarine ring that I had purchased for her. And the bad thing is, is that my wife is now she she is switching jobs, so. Thursday and Friday, she was off work. And she said, oh, I'm going to clean the house while you're at work. I was like, oh, gosh, she's going to find all those notes and it's going to be ruined. So I went ahead and did it on Wednesday instead. And I, I, I followed her around the house like a like a, a proud parent watching their child open Christmas gifts on Christmas Day. <laughs> So, why so, did you make that weird? So, because I because I am good at that. So here's the thing. I just want to put this out there, Drew. Mm-hmm. It's because you just got married. 
After I can't live. Up, I can't live up to that again. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be disappointing every year. It now. just. It just keeps going downhill from there, brother. I'm just gonna let you know. That's that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I like. I. I have no disillusions of who I am. Yeah, uh, you know. All right. I think she thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, I they all. They all do. It was. It was a nice surprise, and I think it was very appreciated. Yeah. Uh, King XAD says, I haven't written to the show in a while, so I have two questions. I have two questions. I'm loving Apex Legends at the moment. So first, with such smooth gunplay, uh, gameplay mechanics and polish, I think Destiny would have killed it as a Battle Royale game. Your thoughts? I think Destiny would have killed it as a hero shooter, like Overwatch. I would have liked Destiny just to be like Halo. Yeah. So, Destiny had the potential to be the be all end all, and and they I, decided that your your main gameplay was going to be defending points. And mm-hmm. I know that they changed that up a little bit with DLC, but that was kind of too late. Yeah, like even the final boss is kind of just what you've done through the game. And it's very un- uninteresting for a final boss, too. Yeah. It's an orb you shoot. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about it. I never really cared for Destiny's PvP. So... It wasn't very good, either. The, like, it, did, the, it the didn't biggest... feel as good as Halo. Well, the biggest problem was that there was no dedicated servers. So there was always... I got shot, and I sh- I, on my screen, I shouldn't have got shot. And the, no idea why they never did dedicated servers for those games. Well, they certainly can't afford it now. No, no. You can forget it. Um, his second question says, Second, I have disposable income, but not enough time to play games these days. Maybe one to two hours per night and all day once a week on my day off. I have a PS4 Pro, a PC rig, and a Switch. I really want an Xbox One X, but I can't justify it. Please convince me that it's a good idea. What? I mean, it's a great machine, but you got a pro and a PC. You can play everything that's coming on Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I it's all just... on PC anyway. So yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm I know the you biggest want me to convince you, but I'm doing a bad job of it. I mean, you got a pro, I, I mean, you got your 4K machine right there. He didn't have a 4K Blu-ray player. That's the only downside, but that's not worth four hundred, five hundred dollars. No, no. I mean, I'm the biggest Xbox guy on the show. But with what you've got, you don't need it. You're set, man. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. I mean, it's a great you wanna, machine. You want to play Crackdown? Go play it on PC. Yeah. Crackdown's available on PC, and truthfully, it runs better than it does on X. If you have a monster rig like you say you do. There you go. Run it there. 4K Save 60. Save your money, man, and get some games. Yeah, $500 buy a lot of games. Heck yeah. Get <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil 2 while you're at it. Yeah, right? Um, Game of the year. Resident Evil 2? Yes. Yes. Ninja400ABS says, It's Tuesday morning here in Japan, and I'm already at work. Chicken noise. Give Anthony hell. Ha ha. <laughs> there was a lot okay. of memes in that right there. There was, man. Fuck off. Like, I, I take... I asked for one week... Okay, this is some bullshit. Ken's like, hey, I'm canceling the show because it would just be me and you. Everybody else is bailed. And it's Super Bowl Sunday, so bye. Like, oh, okay, well, I was willing to do a show. And somehow it's my fault then. 
I'm gonna ask for one weekend off, and it's my fault now. Everybody can go fuck themselves. I'm no, the only one. That you were the tweet was the tweet was not in response to you not being on the show. Um, it sounded like it. How? It just said, "Give you hell." You do that anyways. That was the. You... That's why you tweeted it. Just... Well, no, I thought it was in reference to the fact that it's where our podcast is late. No, it was just. Well, that's what it sounds like because he starts with. I think. I think you just. Japan. I think you're just defensive now, man. Come on. Well, if I'm constantly being attacked like I am on this freaking show. Hey, don't worry. I haven't got the Dustin's tweets yet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to love it because it's next. You ready? No, I'm never ready. Dustin wants to know, what's Tony Sterling going to hate on this week? <laughs> Jim Sterling. Wow. Also, when I start making money <laughs> off of this... That's when you can call me that. But until that time, I'm just a hateful human being. There's a difference. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I got a headache from laughing so hard about this shit. Oof, man. Oh, fuck. (laughs) All right. His next tweet says, man, that... What different funnies Whatever the fucking theme song is. Man, that Nintendo Direct was awesome. I'm looking forward to Astral Chain and Bloodstained is looking good. The Zelda art looks like he's the elf from the Rudolph. Not sure how I feel about that, but I'm glad they're remaking it. I love that art style. I thought it looked cool, like man. I thought it looked fantastic. Does it not? Does it not remind people of like the Earthbound art? It does. I bit. see where he's getting the um, like the well, class- claymation. Right? Yeah, like, like the classic Christmas look. show stuff. Yeah, I don't care, dude. I I I see that I don't trailer. Play with that. I... I see that trailer, and I'm like, that's a world I could spend forty, fifty hours in. Holy cow! It's, it, I don't I don't know. So there's like three different versions of like artwork from like the classic NES Zelda games. Um, there was the sort of the link that we kind of recognized that was drawn like the link to the past sort of style as well. Um, but then there was like this really chibi looking ones that were I don't know if they're from the Japanese manual or something. That's what the art style looks like. Like it looks like they took that design of Link and and. Made it like what kind of gets out of clay, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was a third style that was drawn like really high fantasy. I think that might actually be Zelda two, though. That was the one that I know. That's the the manual that we got in the U.S. The super high detail one. Yeah, the high yeah. detail, like the cartoon, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm down for that game. Like that's, that's probably the reason why I'm gonna buy a Switch. That's that if if <sighs> it's out this year. That's what they said. Yeah, oh. that's the thing is I don't I can't do that. You'll buy one. You'll buy yeah, well. That's a good system. Yeah. Uh, he my says, wife will see it and say, what is that? Let's just, you'll be like, let's play some Mario, baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. He says, I tried the Damon X Machina demo, and it's a good playing game. I just don't know if I'll play it myself, but it looks like it'll be fun for mech fans. What is the name of this game? Damon X Machina. Damon. D A E M O N. Isn't that how you say okay. it? Okay. Damon. Yeah. Damon. Uh, Fire Emblem looks like more Fire Emblem. I'm getting it for yeah. sure, but not a fan of the whole academy setting, and it looks like they want to focus even more on relationships. I don't. I that was literally my pee break because I just don't care about Fire Emblem. That's 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 kind of well. It's sad. And it's not, like, is it the same as me, Ken, like, where it's not the gameplay, it's just all the extra stuff that you don't care about? I don't care about any of it, truthfully. Oh, okay. I mean, if you like... I don't want to I mean, do all the side RPG, like, 
character building shit. I just want to play the strategy game. I don't even want to play can, that. <laughs> can you like um, Advance Wars? And I miss mean, a lot like Advance Wars. Yeah, Advance Wars is simple. Like, there's too much at I stake mean, in Fire Emblem for me, and I just like there's too much exposition in in Fire Emblem. Like, that's 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 what I'm talking it's, about. It's like, a, there's a lot of a fantasy game. I mean, stuff. <laughs> I don't want that. Like the only reason I like Advance Wars is because I'm in, I'm out, it's over. Okay. Yeah, here's 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 the expendable troops. Yeah, just a bunch of You're, dudes. Get connected to them. They're dead. Well, I'm glad you didn't get connected. I don't give a fuck about them. Well, do whatever you want to do. Send them to their death. Uh, so the ultimate battle royal finally dropped. Who's playing Tetris ninety nine? Nobody. I didn't even download it. Sorry. I know I'm a bad. Game personality. I didn't download it. You are not a game personality. I got a personality about video games. That's true. So do I, but mine's shit. I shouldn't make I'm the only one on here who has a Switch, so these two guys shouldn't have played it anyway. Yeah, no. I got Tetris Effect. I am that asshole. I am that, well, everybody has that. Uh, I'm that asshole that bought the Nintendo Switch online service just for the NES games. I don't fucking care about playing online. You're not alone in that. Yeah, but the cool kids, that's not why they bought it. They bought it... Yeah, they bought it to play Splatoon. Splatoon, which I think is boring as shit. Sorry. Bobby's first shooter. I just... The mechanics of that game, I just did not enjoy. Um, Did you say it in the voice of David Cage? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) That is a first shooter. Just booted up Metro Exodus, and the game is looking good. Wish UPS didn't break down, so I had the weekend to play it. While I was waiting for Metro... Wait, did that happen? I guess. I don't know. Oh. I think he means UPS is his universal power supply. Maybe that's what he means. Oh, okay. There I was going to say, holy shit, I didn't hear about that. I figured I would. Uh, while I was waiting for Metro, I went back to Blaster Master Zero to get all the power-ups to unlock the final stage in the true ending. And i got to say, it was worth it. The stage was crazy. I, I bought that... a ton of DLC, too. I bought that game, and I played it for like an hour, and I've never touched it since. I didn't hate it, I just... It's like every other game I play. Same fucking time. Uh, I finished up Kingdom Come and had a blast. The only issue I had was achievements not popping, one being completing the game. Ha ha. I'm glad I don't care about that stuff. I really didn't like that game. That's like, um... When you complete Blue Dragon, you know, rap for it. Dude, I finished that game, and what, like I had like 35 achievement points? Yeah. That game is... Worst achievements. I had a friend play Dishonored who did it without triggering any alarms. Like, it's it's a pain in the ass. He did it all, and the achievement didn't pop. Oh, I got got one even better. Oh, no. Well, so when we were doing the year of Metal Gear, (laughs) I played through Snake Eater, and there is a trophy for not killing a single person in the game. Uh, because you can sleep, everybody. Um, right. And there's also a trophy for, at the very beginning of the game, whenever you meet Revolver Ocelot for the first time, you knock him out. And if you kill him while he's knocked out... It gives you the paradox. It gives you the paradox trophy. Well, I did that, and I went through the entire game and, and didn't kill and you counted because you killed and then the, then the status screen popped up at the final thing it says you killed one person you killed fucking Ocelot I like, man I killed, I killed Ocelot but as it a doesn't, joke yeah but it, wow 
And I was like, but it even gave me a game over and I hit continue. That was Kojima flipping you the middle finger while he was on his way to Guillermo's house. That's, you know, (laughs) Norman Reedus was there too. Yeah, they were on a motorcycle together. That's right. They're on a ride with Norman Reedus. Oh, shit. The the image of that in my head is perfect. It's perfect. I I can see Del Toro on like a freaking Harley going down like a, a mountainous path. Kojima in the sidecar just flipping you off. Wearing yep. sunglasses. As he goes by and yeah. pushes me off the cliff. Yeah. And so like, here you go. No no trophy for you. You just <laughs> Fuck you, you play through this entire this entire game without killing anybody. Which is kinda difficult to do. Uh not kinda. <laughs> yeah. So now I you don't it. you don't have that virtual accomplishment on your record now. I don't. I don't. Some gamer you are. I you know, I love and hate those stupid things. I really do. It really depends on the game and how hard it's going to be to get for me to actually put time in. At this point, they're kind of going through the motions. They are. Oh, for sure. Beat Act 1 on easy. Beat Act 1 on normal. And I mean, like, practically every game has that now. Like, you beat it on a certain difficulty. And, I mean, you don't get those unique achievements and trophies like you used to. I'll tell you the ones I hate. You, You threw a can at a guard. I'll tell you, the, you didn't have to do. What the word? This is a first world problem, but like for example, when I was playing Metro, since I was playing it early, they had the achievements blocked, so you couldn't see them. So by the time the achievements showed up, there was a bunch of shit that I could have done in the worlds that would have got me achievements that I didn't know you could do. Because it's like there's one that's like kill the catfish in level two. I didn't even know you could kill the fucking thing. It attacked my boat, and I ended up on the shore, and I never saw it again. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, stuff like that sucks, because you're like, oh, God. I was like, I could have done that. Like, he was right there. I could have just stopped and shot him or something. Yeah. But I couldn't see the achievements, so fuck you. <laughs> okay, I his... did all the trophies in Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, my God. And the last... Yeah. And, and and there's stuff, so I did more than necessary in that game um, because there's these extra dungeons that you have to do. You only have to do so many of them. Um, but it is, they are just grind fests. Like, there are enemies that you just have to wail on. They don't fall over. You can't stun them. You just have to keep hitting them. The tonberries, whatever type of tonberry they are. Oh my they god, don't those dungeons over. fucking suck. Yeah, they're just caves. You can get some really good items out of them, but yeah, they you have to go down every dead end to to get those items. Um, they are not really all that fun, and I did you have to do a certain amount of them so you get everybody to show up at the end uh, hunt. And the end, the last hunt that you do is the Adamantoys, which is a mountain that picks itself up and is actually the tortoise. Yeah, you can, you can you can fight that without. Well, doing into like Sorry. I stumbled on it once when I was in the world and I was just like hitting it I'm like I'm not doing anything the, the Adamantois really yeah I was walking where it was and it popped up and like my dudes were like oh look at and that fucking thing popped and it's like fucking screen filling it's so big yeah really okay that never happened to me I had to access the hunt to activate it no, and it you just... drive up to the area, then it lifts... Maybe it's changed now, but like, I played that game from the intro, and it never lifted itself up until I activated it. And then, all you do is wail on it for an hour. It's a minimum hour. 
yeah, fuck of that. just wailing on it. Because you you don't and it doesn't really attack you. You just keep attacking it. It's really freaking boring. I warp dashed, which is like where uh, Noctis throws a sword and you teleport to it. And a glitch happened, and it shot me out of the area of the hunt. And it said, you've abandoned this mission. And the adamantoid sunk back into the ground and had to restart it. And I had done it for an hour at that point. I almost had him killed. I had to restart it for another hour. I just wailed on the thing. And then I got my final two trophies. See, this this is why I hate... That's that's the reason I hate these things. That happened with me in The Witcher 3. So I was doing a mission that I shouldn't have been doing. Like I was like probably like level seven or eight, and I was doing a mission that was like level twelve. And the enemies, like, as long as I wailed on them, I'd stun lock them. So I went through this entire mission, went to the final fight of this mission, and was wailing on the final boss. Right, and I was hitting him so much that I was pushing him, and I pushed him to a point where. Apparently, there is a place where you can't go during the mission. And I got quest failed because I pushed him out of bounds. It says, you have left the mission area. <laughs> uh, and I was like, you kidding me? And I was like, can I go back? No, you can't go back. I have forever failed that mission. And I was like, you know, I spent like two hours going through this quest line that's I, it, it was it like it really saddened me because I was supposed to get like uh, it, it was the one where I was getting a blacksmith to make me like a legendary sword or whatever and uh, or maybe better witcher gear and man I was just so I was like hey man this just took the air out of all of them, all of it I was I was like I'm kind of done right now yeah. Alright, moving on. The next tweet is I saw Itsuno had a choice between DMC5 and Dragon's Dogma 2. I wish he had chose the latter. Yeah, the latter wouldn't have sold as much. It's true, but I think it would be a better game. I mean, I'm not going to say DMC5 is going to be bad. I just think... We need another Dragon's Dogma in our lives. Dragon's Dogma was so stinking unique. Yeah, I still love that game. Yeah, but would the second one be as unique? Uh, or would it fall into the Devil May Cry camp of maybe we shouldn't have gotten a second one of these? Where it just loses the original feeling. Not that I dislike the Devil May Cry sequels. It was kind of my... Um, it just, like, the first game feels extremely different in comparison. Man, True. if you've never played the end game, the Devil May Cry... You, you mean Dragon's Dogma? Sorry. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's so late. I'm just my brain's out there. But if you've never played the end game to Dragon's Dogma, whew, you need to play that. But what I'm saying is, like, would the end game of a second one feel the same? I, I I'm surprised they pulled it off with, like, I'm surprised, like, Near Automata had that much unique ability in it left because the first game was so weird. Yeah. Although it helped that Automata was a way better game to play. I uh, had an awesome time playing through all the games in the Capcom Beat 'em Up bundle. Um, Armored Warriors was fun, surprise, but holy shit, Battle Circuit is a weird-ass game. I couldn't explain what happened in the game. Yeah, that collection is awesome. If you haven't bought it yet, you totally should. Um, oh yeah, I also finished Travis Strikes Again, and that's just a big promo for No More Heroes 3, sprinkled with a Suda51 fan service. Um... 
Did anyone play Dragon Marked for Death, or did I miss that discussion? I played one level of that game. It seems very neat. But I've only played one level of that game. <laughs> and the last week comes from David. It says, Ken, did you see about what Zack Snyder planned for the Justice League trilogy? Batman's nightmares in the first Justice League were things to come in the future. I know it won't happen but now, now, but it sounded like it could have been awesome. Yes. So that was the original story, was that it was basically going to be Flashpoint, from what I understand, and then the... Dark Side Invasion, which is heavily hinted at in Batman vs. Superman. And even in Justice League, because they send down Steppenwolf first. What are they going to do with that? You know, I... They can't. Affleck they is gone. To... Yeah, Affleck's gone. Is Cavell gone? He keeps saying he's not, but I don't know. And DC, from what I understand internally, is okay with get, with movies being separated after the success of Aquaman. So I really don't know what's going to happen with the DCU. I know that the Suicide Squad movie was retooled. The Joker movies starring What's-His-Nuts from Suicide Squad have been canned. Leto. Yeah, and the Joaquin Phoenix one is not tied to the EU. And DC Universe is doing shows that are not in that canon either. And then you got the CW shows. Yes, which have never been canon to anything except the Arrowverse. CW, yeah, which, to be completely honest, still kind of holding it together. And there's some games, in, or there's some movie uh, shows, wow. They're Horse getting ready Wars. to do Batgirl, or Batwoman, sorry. Is it Batgirl or Batwoman? Batwoman. Batwoman. Okay. Batwoman's okay. Batwoman, in... her own character. Batgirl needs Batman, basically. She, she was in an episode, right? Yeah, she was. Uh, and in they're Arrow? doing the. One of them. Yeah, she was in Error or Flash. I don't know. Elseworld or something like that? Was yeah. that one of the Elseworlds? There's a big episodes? crossover event that I'm trying to catch up on, but I'm so far behind on those shows that. I, I went back and was doing Supergirl Season 2, I think. That's how far back I am. So I really need to catch up on all those shows because they do the Elseworld stuff, and I really want to see that. So, but yeah, I knew about Zack Snyder's vision for the the um, the invasion of Apocalypse and all that stuff. So <sighs> it makes me sad that it will not happen. But speaking of canceled stuff, they also uh, Netflix canceled Punisher and uh, Jessica Jones, which is not they, surprising. They were going to do that, nonetheless. They were gonna. It's. I'm not disappointed that Jessica Jones got that fucking show sucked. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm Punisher. Yeah, fucking Je- Jessica Jones and Luke Cage were two of the most boring television shows I have ever watched. I'm sorry. Just, I tried to watch the. What do they call the Defenders? Yeah. I tried to watch Iron Fist. Like the only. I never bothered with any of them. the only thing that was good was Daredevil. Daredevil was good. And then they were like, oh, super violent. we're doing all these other characters. So I watched, I suffered through Jessica Jones season one, and that is the yeah. worst fucking set of television I've ever seen in my life. Jessica Jones really, I, I people, for some reason, people loved that show, and I was just like, oh. oh. God, it was awful. Like, the only good episodes were like the last three episodes. And you had to suffer through seven hours to get to those. And I was just like, man, you know, and... 
I I never started Luke Cage. I said I would go back to it, but I never did. Then they did The Punisher after season two of Daredevil, which I thought was fantastic. I never watched The Punisher. You know, I loved the dude that played Luke Cage in, I think he was in Jessica Jones. Like, that was the only good thing about Jessica Jones. But putting him in his own show, that just did not work. I really did not like Luke Cage. I don't know what happened. I mean, Daredevil was great. Yeah, the first season of Daredevil is phenomenal. I liked season two. I did not like Elektra. I thought she was lame, but I love fucking Frank Castle in that show. Yeah, he did a great job. Elektra's kind of lame on her own. Well, so is Daredevil. Let's be fair. Mm, Daredevil is like... Spider-Man without the spider, like the swinging from web stuff. He does all that acrobatic stuff still. He's yeah. like B-tier Spider-Man. I'm okay with Daredevil, but like Elektra? I don't know. None I've of never the understood the appeal other than the fact that she has Psy, but even then, like... Yeah, you know. I don't... It, it was never... The Marvel... So does Raphael. Exactly. Well, I mean, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are a parody of... Like the intro, like the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic starts off with a guy being hit with the ooze canister in the face, and that person is Daredevil, but it doesn't break open. It goes into the sewer grates and yeah. turns them mute. The, yeah, uh, they fight the the Foot Clan instead of the Hand Clan. Yes, I know. I I, I know. All right. Well, not everybody knows that. Really. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is is one of my favorites. So. Yeah, I the Netflix Marvel shows should have been a lot better than they actually were. Daredevil was so good. And I've heard Punisher's good. I, w- I do want to watch it. The only thing that makes Punisher's me nervous... Punisher's very violent. Well, it's not well, that. In what, a good way. What bothers me about watching Punisher now is knowing that you're never going to finish it. So, like, mm. how does it end, you know? Like, is it does it end on a wet fart? Or does it end on something like, oh, God, I want to know what happened? It's, yeah, it's... it's um. I don't know about that. I haven't watched the whole thing, but uh, the uh, it's like realistic violence, unlike the movie uh, Warzone. Oh God, which Warzone! Is, which <laughs> yeah, he punches a hole through a guy's head. He also shoots a rocket launcher as a guy's parkouring. Um, I love the, the, the hanging from the chandelier with Uzis and <laughs> shooting everybody. I still right. like the the fucking Thomas Jane one. I Thomas Jane, yeah, that's was my gonna, favorite one. I was gonna say, people people rag on that movie, but I'm telling you, that's actually a really good Punisher movie. I like the, that movie. The, I, the, yeah. the bathroom sequence is still one of my favorite things, where he throws the grenade out and the guy just clicks it back in <laughs> and yeah. goes through the the window of the bathroom. Yep, that was a good movie. That yeah, I don't, I don't. Movie. I don't know what's going on with DCU. I'll go see Shazam. Obviously, I'll see the Joker movie with Joaquin, even though it's not part of the universe. I just hope they figure their shit out because Aquaman was one of the most enjoyable movies I've seen in a long time. It's just you know that's what I want my uh, DC to be, like fun. Aquaman. I, I was about. You're probably going to get that even more with Shazam. I'm. Yeah, I know what Shazam is. Like, I wonder if people like you watch the trailer and you're like, are these just the funny bits? And you're like, no, that's probably the least funny bits. Yeah, Shazam, Shazam is, is is stupid. It, what if a, what if a kid got superpowers? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's exactly what it is. And it only got really weird when they made it so Shazam was like between like five kids, 
Yeah, I didn't like that. That was that much. weird and unnecessary. But um, they are doing that one, of course. Um, it sucks because like all these, so like Wonder Woman, Shazam. I don't know if Shazam's actually connected at all now. Well, the Aquaman. rumor the rumor was is that Cavill was making a cameo in Shazam. Because if you remember, that was the big thing. Shazam didn't understand his power until he hit Superman and it hurt him. Mm. And they were going to have him cameo in there. But I've heard that that's been removed now. But like, that, that's... I, I know I've said it on the show. Superman should be fun. Like, not stupid fun like um, Shazam's going to be. But like, he's supposed to be this good, you know feel good, the good guy always wins feel, and Batman's supposed to be the gritty get justice for all sort of vibe. Making Superman that is like, it just I don't know what the compulsion is to do that, but like, that's all that Superman's been for a long time. But then you watch the animated stuff, like um, the recent um, Reign of the Superman. Like, that's my, like, that's the Superman I enjoy. Like, he's the good guy that wins. And, you know, he isn't this moody asshole. He's the all-American dream. Yeah. I don't know. I... And, and I me... feel bad for, like, um, Wonder Woman and um, Aquaman. Well, they're um, still making the, the Wonder Woman movie. It's uh... but, but, that, but it's the fact that they're unfortunately connected now to this sort of stain of... The Justice dead, League dead movies, yeah, yeah. That's 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 where I feel bad for them because you'll want to take the best part, but then how do you explain why Batman and Superman are the same person? And I know it's comic books; you can do whatever the fuck you want, but you know it's still a hard one to get over. Where it, obviously it's a different person. Well, I see if they continue the EU, that obviously they'll kill Batman and bring in the other well, I Batman. Figured, honestly, they should just do Flashpoint. And have it where Flash stays in the alternate timeline. Wonder Woman can be the same. That way they can, like, just, you know, make their own Batman. So who's, who's, who's going to be the next Batman? Did you see the rumor? No. Mm-mm-mm. Robert oh. Pattinson. Fuck off, no. What? Yeah, so the movie, the, the one that they've been talking about for a while, the Asylum movie. I thought it was just called The Batman. It's called The Batman, but it takes place in Arkham. Okay. Um, he was. I saw his name bubble up a few times after Affleck said he was out. Just choose Army Hammer. You know, I'm not going to say anything yet because I I had the same reaction when they cast Ledger. Mm. I really did. Like I'm like no fucking way, no way. That, and, that's fair. But uh, I think I just think that. There's other hero like I don't think Batman's necessarily the one I I'm not saying he couldn't be a hero, it just it's I don't know. I can't see him being that moody without me going Twelve, the guy from Twilight. Yeah. I don't But you're right, you know what? You're done right. Much like of anything else. Oh yeah, he's in a bunch of weird artsy stuff. He's great. He's actually a really good actor. It's just I I just don't see him as Batman. I see him as other potential characters, but not Batman. I don't. I couldn't even think of anybody at this point. I um, I don't know a perfect. I can see actor. him as a Green Lantern, honestly. Yeah, I don't know a perfect. We already had the perfect Green Lantern, and now he'll never do it again. <sighs> well, I, I just don't know if they'd even do that as the Green Lantern because I don't know who currently is the Green Lantern in the comics. 
people rag on that Green Lantern movie, and I don't really get it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah, I, people take movies way too seriously. Yeah, but it's it's it, it's fun because it's Ryan Reynolds. It's not necessarily fun because it's Green Lantern. I don't know. I like Green Lantern when, I, and I'm not a. I, I get so sick of hearing about how great Nathan Fillion is, but I think he plays a very good Green Lantern on the animated show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people give him a lot more credit than he actually deserves, but he does a good Lantern. I um. He could pull that off. Yeah, I could see him playing Lantern in the movie, for sure. I just wish they wouldn't do Parallax without doing the Reign of the Superman Parallax sort of thing. That, I don't know, if you're going to talk iconic like comic book scenes, the scene where he's holding all the Lantern rings is one of my favorite scenes of all time because it's just the craziness in his eyes. It's, it's, it's the, a somebody the problem, breaking. The problem is is that it's it's difficult to do a lot of any of the DC universe stuff because all of it is kind of connected. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Marvel major sequences. Yeah. With Marvel, you've got, you know, with Spider-Man, he's got a good cast of villains with Batman. That's really the only character you have who has a good cast of villains that he can continuously fight. You know, everybody else has got, you know, there's a, but there's always the, you know, I mean, how, how many villains can you mention? For Superman, even hey, don't, don't ask, Lex don't Luthor. ask that question here. Don't ask that question here. Yeah, we're talking about uh-huh. the general population, and general the, the pop- majority are going to name three people. Yeah, and the thing is with Batman, most people could probably name five or six. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. And let's be fair, Superman villains, most people are going to name one. Yeah. One. Nobody knows who Brainiac is. I don't care how much he's popular. Nobody knows yeah. who he is. Nobody knows who fucking Parasite is. Nobody knows who fucking the Toy Man is. Nobody knows any of those people. Nobody really knows who General Zod is. No, nobody cares. Yeah. When you say Batman, you're like, oh shit, Penguin, Joker, Riddler, fucking Catwoman, yeah, you know? Poison Ivy. Yeah, you know? Like, and then you can get real granular and then fucking Mad Hatter and fucking Bane, and, you know, but... But, like... But Iron Man. Nobody gave a shit about Iron Man until they made that movie. Right, but what I'm saying is that that, that's... The the lack of villains isn't necessarily an excuse. You know, you you can... And and with the Green Lantern stuff, I think they've proven, like... Well, not not DC's portion, but, like, Marvel's proven that you don't need to follow the storyline one for one. Um, Civil War. They don't have mutants! <laughs> well, they that did was it without a, mutants. They had to. <laughs> just wait. Captain Marvel's going to have a Wolverine cameo at the end of it, or something. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm just like I'm. I'm saying like they they did Civil War without the key aspect of Civil War, and they pulled it off somehow. Still, oh sure, you know. So like they still had mutants, and they just couldn't call them mutants. Yeah, they they did, but they didn't have like the thing that happens in the original Civil War is they mutants accidentally kill kids. And they don't have that big... That's the big thing. It's like, oh, fuck, we accidentally killed kids. Like, we need to, you know, have some governing body over this. And, like, that doesn't happen in the movies because it can't. Because there are a bunch of... There isn't a race of people to the same extent accidentally using their powers. They did that. Like, it's just DC needs to figure out what the fuck they're doing and have a game plan that isn't set around, you know having edgy movies and then doing side stuff too well it doesn't connect the, what they should have done was individual movies first yeah they that were too, too busy trying to catch up yeah I, oh, that that i mean yeah they should they trying to catch up but i mean if they really 
to succeed and not have these people drop out, then they should have done it individually. Gave every star, give Ben Affleck his his you know his limelight for a minute and give him a Batman movie, then do a Superman movie, then do this. And I thought they were on that track. Well, they were like, mid-filming, oh. and I really liked, I can't remember his name, but the actor that was playing uh, uh, Deathstroke. I was like, that's a good choice. And that movie's never Yeah, that, that fucking scene at the end of fucking... There's Justice so many... League. Well, was it Justice League? Or Batman yeah, vs. Superman. Yeah, with the Legion of Doom, and it's just like... That's never going to happen now, and it, it makes me sad. It does, but also at the same time, you got to look at all the bad things that happen between the movies just getting bombed by the press, um, the whole issue with Snyder and his kid committing suicide and having to leave the movie. Yeah. And apparently, that movie is a thousand times different than the one he put out there. Like I, I don't know if you've seen the 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 Twitter thing about the Snyder cut or whatever. Yeah, but no. apparently that movie is very different on Snyder's end than when Whedon came in and took it over. Not you surprised. can you can you can tell with certain movies like Suicide Squad, you could tell that that was a different movie before like executives got a hold of it because I guess they they did like test audiences and be like uh, these audience people don't know who these characters are, so they do character introductions twice in that movie. Yeah. And the, and the well, that's, what, that's what happens when you hand it to a bunch of people that all they've ever done is edit music videos. That movie is is like it's easy for me to follow because I know the characters and I know what story they're telling there. But that movie is like it goes somewhere for two miles and then it goes some completely different direction for five and then back to two and then back to f- it's all over the place. Yeah, and it, they had a good movie on their hands too. Yeah, like Margo, I, I still enjoyed it, but it was just like you have like. Four different plot lines going on at one well, time. Yeah, I and, still can't believe. Sorry, it, no, it kills me because Margot Robbie nailed Harley Quinn, and fucking oh god, what's her name that does um shit? Enchantress. Enchantress. No, 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 no. no. The main uh, Amanda Waller who plays her. Oh, I know who you're talking about. She fucking nailed that role. She she did a great job. Oh my god, and it's like I want those two characters to continue in the DCU, and they probably will not. I didn't mind Will Smith. Will Smith did a great dead shot. I think he did good. Um, now, I mean, the rest of them, I don't know. The rest of them can come and go. They were That's what Suicide Squad always was anyway. Yeah. So you could kill all of those people and nobody would care. Well, Maybe, you don't well, kill, what kill the animated, well, What was it? Um... But you kill Slipknot because don't nobody Slipknot. care about yeah. Slipknot. <laughs> Yeah, they they seem to do that in the beginning of every Suicide Like, the, there's the animated, uh, the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, they always kill one. Uh, animated. They kill one because he runs away, and this bomb, the bomb in his neck goes off and blows his head off. But it's impossible in that movie to not know that it was Slipknot, because he's the only one who did not get an intro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Oh, and it's the dude from Joe Dirt that sold firecrackers. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, my God. Yes, it is. Ah. What was his oh, name? He got, he got shafted. Didn't What's he? his name? What's his name? What did he call him? What's... Fucking. Uh... I can't remember. Oh my god. Fuck! I I need to know his name now. That's like um in uh, Deadpool two. There's they introduce the guy in the prison there, the uh, guy with all the dreadlocks, and then they kill him mid movie because he was originally supposed to have a bigger role, 
But then they added another character, another character to it, and they were like, "Well, you now have next to no role." His name was Kickin' Wing. Kickin' Wing. Kickin' Wing. Right. Well, we got snakes and sparklers. Well, man, you ain't got no black cast now. God damn. Yep, Kickin' Wing was Slipknot. What was it? What was uh, Christopher Walken? He's like, "You better watch your tone." You better watch your tone. My buddy here is down in Silvertown. He's going to stab you in the face with a soldering iron. I love the, here's a picture of your wife. <laughs> the, the fucking stretcher gets a boner. That movie is so good, and the second one is so bad. Bad. You knew it was bad oh, when it was a man. Crackle exclusive. Oh, man, I watched that, and I was like, wow. I installed Crackle. Crackle. Yes, I installed that to watch it. I installed. Oh. Crackle also had the Dead Rising movie. Well, I've only seen that on DVD. Yeah, the, it was an exclusive to Crackle. <laughs> but I installed Crackle to watch Joe Dirt 2 because I love the first movie. Um, the only funny part about Joe Dirt 2 is the scene where he's sitting with Leonard Skinner. And he's like, don't get on a plane, man. You, you guys shouldn't get on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Whew. Anyway. I think we've rambled Everybody on long Everybody needs to watch Suicide Squad, the animated one, and then... After watching Flashpoint, the animated movies are really good. I need to give. Yeah, I need to watch Reign of the Superman. I haven't watched the. Oh, oh. Reign of the Superman. So, uh, um, speaking of people fixing like to work around not having like fifty years of comics to go off of, they do that in that movie extremely well. I, I'm, I'm shocked at the changes they made to make that story work, and they make it work. They should give the movies. To um, Berlanti and the folks that work on the animated stuff, like not saying that those people should, you know, move away from what they're doing now, but they should talk to those people more because they seem to understand what to do with comic books. Well, I think they did a fantastic job with uh, Justice League Dark. Oh, that's great too. I was the a big fan of the comic. I really, I really animated. wish, I really wish that people had access to Titans. And I'm I'm excited to watch Doom Patrol. I have to I have that's finally out for anybody that's Canadian. Well it's only that's finally out on um Netflix, Titans. Yeah, we're not getting it on Netflix here and yeah, Doom Patrol Doom Patrol D C Universe is still doing that. We're gonna keep you subscribed crap or they only release one episode a week, so Doom Patrol I'm just gonna wait till it's done. But anyway, that's our show. Uh, You're welcome for all the DC talk, everybody. Yeah, everybody, everybody turned it off for that. Everybody hates DC. DC's the hated one. I just, you know, I grew up with those characters, man. Yeah, I did too. It was my thing. So. It was like, you know, the Superman movies and Batman the Animated Series. Batman the Animated Series. I had like four different Batman action figures. Like, there was like one where you had ice power, like, stuff. DC was yeah. my jam. I watched uh, Super Friends when I was growing up, and then Batman Animated, 1989, when Batman, the Tim Burton cut, came out. I saw that in a the theater like a hundred times. Love that movie. Yeah. That was that was TMNT, uh, Power Rangers for me. Yeah. And Batman. Like, those those three, like, ruled. It's weird, because you're... What, how old are you, Drew? 33. Yeah, and I'm 27, and somehow that stuff carried over. But they, they still got Power Rangers. I mean, Power well, Rangers still, still comes on. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's a different Power Rangers. You know what I mean? Like I was, I'm assuming you're talking Mighty Morphin. Yeah, I'm talking Mighty yeah. Morphin, and then part of Zio. Yeah, see, those were stuff I was watching as a kid. It's weird that I was into that stuff. Dude, my been... my son watched all of Batman the Animated Series when I got the Blu-rays. Yeah, but Dude, it's so good though. That, that stuff still holds up. Oh yeah, he watched the whole like, thing. That's that. Like I could sit down and watch Batman the Animated Series and have a great time. It's not schlocky. It's not. It's not goofy. Yeah, they did a fantastic job with that. My son started rattling off Batman knowledge the other day after watching that show. Did you yell at him and go, "Don't even"? I will own you on Batman. <laughs> no, you you let your kids have it because you're just pre- you like stand there. You're like, I'm raising him right. I'm raising him right. <laughs> yep. He's like, I know Robin's real name. I was like, Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Which one? <laughs> oh, he he went into it. He's like, You know, there's been more than one. I was like, Oh, yes. Really? Yes. Mm. Can you name then them you all? Him, <laughs> then you ask him which one's his favorite. Yeah. Tim Drake. No one likes Tim Drake. No. If you don't say Jason Todd, then you're wrong. Wow. Uh, Dick Grayson first, then Jason Todd. Thank you. Ah, dude. Red Hood is one. Red Hood is the best. The Nightwing to make Red Hood. Yeah, but still, Red Hood was the best villain. Mm, He was so good. All that. Red Hood is the best Batman villain, I'm telling you, because he knows everything there is to yes, know about but, Batman. Um, but you need the fact that there's a first Robin to make that worthwhile. The first Robin just turned out bad, and then he had a second Robin. You go, why do you? Why are you trying this again? You should watch Titans. The conversation between Jason Todd and Dick Grayson are fucking. Also, as fans of Supernatural, you must have loved who played Red Hood. Absolutely. Of course. Anyway. Even uh, dressed up as him is for, for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Yes, and yes. I kind of want, if you're going to ask me who should play Batman, it's him. You, you really think it should be Jensen? Yeah. I think he's too short. I think I would I, go I think I would go with his, uh, his co-star there. As Batman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's seen, I, 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 I just think he has. I think he has the the the. You he know has what? The ability to do the gruff voice, and he has the ability to be charming as Bruce. You're right, man. In fact, I could I could easily see. I, oh my god, I could easily see it. I could see Jensen Eccles as Batman. I could see Jared Padalecki as uh like Nightwing. Nightwing. Yeah, but he'd be taller than Batman. That'd be fucked up. <laughs> <sighs> it's. I mean, Batman's in his early forties at this point. So are the supernatural kids. Good God, I need to watch that again. I know. I need to watch it again. It's almost the the, the new season's almost over. So I need. You're to gonna start. go through that series. I again. do it every year. Oh my God! I watch it once a year, right before the new season comes out, so I'm caught up and I'm fresh. Did you like? I know you're caught up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? All right, one of my favorite episodes is a recent one. It's called Baby. The one in the car. The one that has to do with like every single shot is from, it's the, from car. the car. Yeah, that was season twelve, right? That was like I didn't even get it to the beginning. I was like, "There's something up with the camera in this episode." I was telling my wife that. Yeah, the, the, every camera shot is from inside the car. It's from inside the car. That is freaking brilliant. Twelve years and, in, and they're still doing shit like that. I mean, and the musical still doing unique stuff like that. The musical from season ten. Yep, that was brilliant. Um, my wife came to me the other day. She's like, have you seen the new season of Supernatural? Because she knows I watch it. She doesn't watch it. I was like, no. I was like, I wait till it hits Netflix because it goes up as soon as the last episode airs. She's like, I know what happens. I'm like, you tell me. I'll fucking kill you. 
and that's love, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I got my wife into it. She loves Supernatural. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is like I ignored it for so long because I was like, oh, it's a CW show. It's about two pretty boys, and it's for girls. Dude, I used to see the commercial for it because I watched Smallville on CW when it aired. And every episode, at the end of it would be Jensen Axel going, hey, this is Jensen Axel. Stick around for a new episode of Supernatural. And I'm like, I'm not watching that. That's stupid. Yeah. And now and it's my favorite show I, of all time. I sat down and watched it, and I said, wow, this show is made for nerds like me. It's. It, I will say this, and it, it's no hyperbole. It's my favorite show of all time. I've watched it four times all the way through now. Every episode. I, I like the fact that I was the one that got you into that show. Oh, absolutely. I have no qualms <laughs> about it. Like, as soon as I start, like, right now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, is it time to start? Is it time to start season one? The episode where Jessica gets burned on the ceiling? Is it time? Is it time? Mm-hmm. And I will watch every episode with pure attention to it. Because yeah. it's so good. It's, I, like... People like to dog it because it's been on for so long, but I'm telling you, man, it, like anybody out there who has not watched Supernatural, the first season's rough, but if you can make it through that first season, so good. it's nothing but great. So good. Anyway, we got to get out of here. I've seven, gotta, season I've seven gotta, can, can die. Yeah, season seven's terrible. Hey, we got to get out of here. i got to pee and I'm starving. I haven't had dinner yet. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. We'll be back next week. Peace out, Mertris. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast.